Welcome everyone to episode 116 of the Bowcast Podcast. I'm your host, Kale Payne. Joined by my co-host, Anacor, who's now uh, in London, if I'm not mistaken. Back in London. Eh? L- look at the clarity. Look, look and hear the clarity. Uh, this, this, is, this is the kind of clarity you can only get in London. I will say, for those that don't, oh, obviously no one will know besides us, or I don't even know if you know this, but when we usually record and you're all the way in Japan or yeah. Australia, the quality was like not the best. No. Uh, actually, you almost always perpetually have some type of like warning health, health check <laughs> under your name for some reason when we record. I don't know why, but, but this time around, I can't actually see the difference. But when you're in Australia or when you're in Japan, yeah. It was so grainy at times, or sometimes you'll say something <laughs> and like it doesn't come through. And I'm just sitting there like hoping. I'm like, please, please. Like the final product, hopefully it's not it's yeah. not bad. And usually the final product's actually really good, right? Like because it, it's recorded, it's recording from your end. It just right. might not translate over well to my end. But that's why sometimes when we're talking, like I can't figure out what you're saying, or we'll talk over each other a lot because I can't hear you, right? And then it comes in later. Yeah. So I'm like trying, like uh, I'm like using a lot of deductive skills trying to figure out what you're saying. Sometimes, yeah, just sitting but... there hoping I'm not asking a question. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And it doesn't help too because with the English accent, sometimes I really don't know what you're saying too. But but sometimes it's it's not you or the accent. It's it's just the uh, the it's distance the quality, yeah. from from what we're recording. Now we're but... close we are we are so it's good it's good but anyway we got we got a lot to talk about mm-hmm. right we're on the we're right after i was gonna say the eve what's the what's the what's the opposite of eve like the eve of uh, events but it's right after events the i don't know man <laughs> i feel I like if you s- didn't ask me that question i would have known <laughs> you know okay yeah, we'll think yeah. on that one anyone in the audience let me know too if, if it comes to you but uh, we just we're just coming back from Pittsburgh, or I am personally, but also the event just happened, the first regional of the season, and we got a lot to talk about. But before we get into all that, let's discuss the YouTube comments from the, the past two episodes. We didn't talk about it last week because Axon was on. Uh, but going back from episode 114, uh, AB says, I've been away for a while. Whatever happens is Zionic. So Zionic is fine. Oh, he's he's, he's still doing well. He's still making content. He actually recently moved as well. I don't know how close he lives to you in London. You might not know either. But, no. uh, but he Did is... he move to London? No, no, no. Well, he's been in London. Has it? Oh, I thought he was... Oh, well, 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 he... sorry, sorry, sorry. I should, I should restate that. He's been in the UK. Oh, okay. Uh, like a short train ride to London, right. and then he moved somewhere else within the UK. I don't know where, and it's not really my business to share either, if I knew. But uh, Zion's been, yeah, Zion's good. So uh, this was a little over a year ago. Zionic decided he didn't really have the time for the podcast. Uh, he was the main host, and so he said, "Hey, if you want to continue it, I'd be happy to give you like transfer all ownership and everything over to you." Because I'd rather see it go on than just die off just because I don't have the time and energy for it. And I said, yeah, that's totally fine. Um, so I took it on and then I had Speedy's Chief and then Speedy's Chief, uh, similar story. And now we have Anacor uh, until Anacor retires. So we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm taking auditions ready for my for my fourth <laughs> co-host. <laughs> hey. <laughs> um, a month at least. <laughs> yeah yeah we'll see we'll see once these uh bets start rolling around what happens yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah that's what uh yeah 
<clears throat> but that's what happened with Zionic. Uh, me and him are still friends and stuff, and we still work together from time to time when we're commentating, uh, mostly in Europe. But yeah, it's good to see him from time to time too. T Soda Pop says, or Soda Pop says, I started listening to podcasts when it was Caleb and Speedy, and it quickly became my favorite Pokemon Go podcast. I'm going to miss Speedy and his analogies, but am excited for what's to come with Anacor. Hopefully, the big bets are on a more even playing field since Caleb only makes big bets on things he's confident on winning. Don't fall <laughs> for his traps, Anacor. Uh, it's too late. The, the trap's already been set. Yeah. So, yeah. My Galarian Stumpfist is ready to, to clamp down. On another note, what are your opinions on Niantic removing guaranteed excels from trades? Caleb made a tweet about how the three times and four times dust is making PvP more accessible, which I agree with, but by removing excels from distance trades, it makes obtaining some of the top meta Pokemon for Great League and Ultra League more difficult to get. It also promotes using methods that are against TOS uh, features. Uh, TOS to get XLs like spoofing, account sharing, using auto walkers, etc. Uh, getting XLs is difficult enough already, and sitting through 100 trades a day is a, uh, is a decent trade-off that should be a permanent feature. It also pushes Niantic's mission of getting players out and meeting others since you have to have a trade partner to benefit. I have a handful of friends because I needed to trade with someone. Now I won't be trading with them because we won't be able to get XLs from trades. Yeah, that's actually a really great point. Mm-hmm. Um me personally, I think that should be a permanent feature, but you know, it's it, it from Niantic's perspective, they'd like to have that bonus like rotate yeah. every other season. I personally just think this current season's of update or like the bonus is pretty like mediocre. I think it's good if you're trying to gain experience, like you get what like 1.5 experience 1. from friendship yeah. level up, and it's not either, it's not like a an extra gift level up or hold. anything like that either. So it's no. just a, is a bit yeah. lackluster. But I think personally, I think the um, I, I think the XL from trades thing is like relatively balanced because if mm. I remember correctly, you still get guaranteed XL if it's a distance trade, right? Right. And so you still have um access to distance trades through like seven k eggs, you know, without mm. like breaking TOS like through seven k eggs, yeah, um, raids. maybe raids and stuff like that. Yeah. Know? So I think it's like relatively balanced because I do distinctly remember um it might have been before excel it might have actually been like while excel was about um just saving up a load of like long distance stuff and you know targeting yeah. those trades for that and, and it, it didn't feel like too unfair i feel like we have been spoiled with the guaranteed uh excel trades but yeah um i don't know i see that as something that's just going to come in and out um as opposed to just like a one-off so i'm i'm yeah. fine with it personally but yeah, be. I'm I'm personally okay with it, but obviously I play the game a lot more, so I have a lot of things. Right. Like I, I have almost anything I need that's relevant Excel mm-hmm. built already. Like I'm I'm swamming like Palmy and like Lechonk right now for Excels <laughs> for Excels I need because just in case I'm going to run like a Oinkalone or something yeah, in yeah, Ultra yeah. League, right? But it's just not it's not really necessary to have. Uh, but I know that not everyone's in my position. And also, uh, fortunately, for, for my work as a commentator, I travel a ton. So I always come back with a bunch of things to distance trade for my friends locally. So um, I think I definitely come from a more privileged, privileged position in terms of trading purposes. Um, but I, I agree. I personally think, yeah, it'd be nice to have that as a guaranteed feature. Uh, but... You know, I, I can see why now. I can see from Nice standpoint why they don't want that to have a permanent feature, but rather have it like 
every other season. It yeah. seems like they have been doing it every other That's season, what I feel though, like as well, yeah. which is not too bad. Because I guess, like, the other perspective is if you can hold on to some of these Pokemon from distance trades mm-hmm. or things that you want to, you know, maybe you, you want Lickitung or something, right? You don't have a lot of Lickitung to save. Just hold on to him for three months. Come back three months later, just offload them, right, to yeah. your locals. Yeah. And then, you know, you do the same thing. Because at least for me personally, there's plenty of storage. Like, I have my storage maxed out, and for, like, I actually, I'm constantly sitting over like 300, 400 extra space really? for, for sort. Are, are you running low or? Bro, I'm Wait, are, do you have it maxed? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what are you holding? But you know what I realized, yeah, is that every time I'm going to clear it out, yeah, bro, I've got like something like 200 snow runs from like three years ago or something like what? that. Yeah. Why, do, why do you still have I don't that? know, man. I don't know. But like are you now to make an Ultra League Frostlass? I think that was the point at the time, yeah. But like, I used to have this like thought where I was like, well, I'll collect this thing because I want it back and eventually yeah. I'll find someone who also has it to mirror. Yeah. Oh, you're waiting to mirror? Yeah, yeah. But then I realized like, yes. you know, people don't really think in the same way. So like nobody ever has it to mirror. No, I used to think like that too, but at a certain point I was just like it's not worth no it. one's gonna no one's gonna have yeah. a bunch of Galarian pony tosses <laughs> mirror with yeah, me at low friendship, true. right? Yeah. Like they, they don't need it like I do. It's true, it's true, so man. I just yeah. I just stopped doing it. I just been trading. I, unless it's something really rare, right? Yeah. Like for me, like like Volby is still fairly rare because you're really yeah. mostly just hatching yeah, yeah. them, right? Or once in a while you get adventure uh, sync from it. So and, and they haven't really they haven't spawned ever at a events like yeah. Ponyards I used to hold, but now I'm just like, well, Ponyard was all replacing GoFest. I don't need any Ponyard. Yeah, I just like yeah. trade them. I don't even need the Excels for it actually, so I, I don't even hold them. Yeah, anymore. you get loads from hatching. Like I didn't realize how yeah. they stack up. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Mm. So. Um, but yeah, pseudopop. I I I do get what you're saying. I wish it was like that, but unfortunately, 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 Antic's current stance is not the case. I I will say too, and again, even if you personally can't travel because we have so many events these these days, uh, but like like event uh, like location based events, specifically like regionals and international and stuff like that, but also some of these safari zones and other events are coming back. Uh, hopefully you have locals and friends that are traveling some of these right like oh i'm heading up to knoxville or something for the regional or whatever blah 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 i'm gonna come back with this pokemon then you could do some trades with them right so part of it's like you kind of have to hustle a little bit mm-hmm. because i don't know if this is perspective they're like oh you have trade partners right but now we don't have guaranteed xls you gotta find some new people to meet to, to trade with right maybe they have some distance trades i don't know uh, it's it is what it is um, i'm not the kind of person that needs like xl i actually I should say I should take that back. I was gonna say I'm not the kind of person that tries to get XLs for everything, but like for yeah, the most part, I do have XLs for everything. Yeah, like I'm working on like XLs for Sneasel for whatever reason. Like I'm never gonna use hey. a Sneasler in Master League or Weavile, right? Yeah. But you never know, I guess. But, that Hisuian yeah. Sneasel is actually surprisingly high on the uh, Master Premier rankings. So. Really? Yeah, I don't. I, I mean, I say I don't know why, but I guess it's because it's got like close combat shadow call yeah yeah i only know about that because speedy speedy mentioned that he was trying to work on his he has a hundo for a hundo his susan his suin uh sneasel that he can make into sneasler and stuff but uh the fact that i've never seen one in match league premiere likely means (laughs) it's just not relevant right like if anything like that's like i've seen galissapod in match league so Khan says, so the new for- competitive format is interesting. One thing I learned from Yokohama is that competitors get nice perks. They have easier access to the store, 
if World Championships goes back to Japan, I will try to qualify. I have no OGL experience, very few OGL mons, but I'm sitting on 100 million dust. Whoa. My goodness. That's Yo. a lot of dust. This was written 11 days ago before Ultra uh, Ultra Unlock came around. Deja Khan, you, you got the rest. At least on 101. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you, you have very few OGL mons, but you, you definitely... You're well resourced to probably make plenty, right? Because if you have that much stardust, you catch it. So, yeah. DHCon got all the probably excels that they need. So, um, but yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely the case. Uh, competitors do get a specific access to go in, or if you're friends with competitors. I know Anacor was tagging along with the competitors <laughs> to the Pokemon Center. He's like, "Hey, you guys, spot for me. You guys, spot for me." Um, but each competitor was able to bring two. Uh, additional no it wasn't even two it was like four right i think it was, it was like, like it was like three or four it wasn't two i think you had to bring at least three two, but there was just so many people around was that it yeah, okay, maybe, yeah. That's, maybe that's what it was because i think but at one bring, point i was with you and then i saw someone else and yeah, i went there and me, someone yeah. else yeah, you're like yo i'm gonna hang out with someone yeah, else instead yeah. <laughs> it's in line there's only time with so much uh, insult i can take <laughs> Yeah, we're staying in line for a while too. Yeah, but yeah, that is definitely a perk too. Also, the um, the stuff you get for like the competitor pack as well. It's almost like an extra. Oh yeah, you know, prize money. You, so. you yeah, you can sell that off for a couple hundred easy. And the cards themselves, the competitor cards. When you compete, you get a set of competitor cards. And assuming you don't even place well, if you place like top thirty-two or something, you get yeah. extra cards on top of that, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Those sell for a lot. Yeah. And I don't know if I said this on the podcast, but um, it was actually Avrip that came to me. And he's from Australia. He said, hey, is this a real $100 US, US bill? And I looked at it. I was like, yeah, it is. They're like, I was wanting to let you can see the, the security strip or whatever. Mm-hmm. I said, why? And he's like, oh, I someone offered me, I think it was like $300. Uh, $300 or $500 US dollars for his competitor cards. And it was like right after you guys competitor bag where we got the cards and we were in line. And the moment I saw that, I was like, dude, you're, you're ripped off. I'm sorry to say that. <laughs> I, I mean, it's a real hundred dollar bill. Yeah. yeah I He's like, well, well, why? Because I don't know what he did with his competitor cards from last year in London because yeah. he was qualified worlds there too. But the ones from London, London, you could sell easily for over $1,000, right? Right now. Um, but I know someone that was offering, I think, two thousand or two thousand five hundred dollars for the London cards from last year. Recently, they're asking if maybe I'd be willing to sell or something like that. But the so and the cards from this year are also valuable, right? If someone's willing to offer you three hundred, five hundred bucks on the spot, you're then probably you know, getting ripped yeah. off. But it One is what it is. Like, it's not like the money's like fake. It's just that yeah. you could probably sell for a little bit more if you're really trying to make some cash off of it. So I don't I don't know much about the TCG, but one thing I did hear is apparently last year's card was like usable in competitive. Play. Did Dijon say this to you? I don't know. Someone told me, and they said that he this said year's one wasn't as usable. So like you probably would get a lot of people who are looking at last year's cards prices and being like, okay, well I want to buy this year's cards, and so we'll probably offer a bit too much. And potentially the price would go down after the event. But I also haven't looked at the prices since the event. Um, so I don't know if this is true or not. So Dijon said the same thing to me. He's like, hey, look, like, yeah, it's still worth like maybe like a couple hundred to a thousand something dollars, but it's not as worth much because of what you said. Mm-hmm. 
And then literally a few days later in Japan, someone was like, dude, no, these, these are actually worth like at least over $2,000. And so I go back to Dijon later and I'm like, I'm like, I thought you said this wasn't worth much. Like, I was just this. He's like, he, look, look, listen, listen. I was wrong. Like, it is actually worth. It is actually worth more than I thought it was. So, yeah. So anyway, for anyone that does have those competitor cards, or for anyone that qualifies in the future, you essentially get a plastic sealed set of cards. It's like maybe like ten or so, or fifteen or so cards. They're essentially written in all the different official languages for the trading card game. So it's the same card, but in like. 15 or so different languages but you don't want to open it right you want to keep it in mint condition you don't want to open it you want to sell it as a pack you're not going to you're not going to make much money selling them like oh here's the english version here's the japanese version which one you want right you guys sell as a whole pack uh and you know sealed and stuff so something to notes yeah it is it is worth something for sure um RC Cole says, no mentions of me in the list of Ryan's. Satch also, <laughs> yeah, because it's like uh, Ryan's to look out for. Also, bummer to see Speedy go officially. Man has lots, a lot of hats, so understandable. Looking forward to seeing what Anchor brings going forward. You know, you're right, Ryan, but at the same time, the, the thing with the other Ryans is that they made it on stream, right? Mm-hmm. You got uh, Ryan Swag and Rambo Man Ryan. You made it on stream. We we need to get you on stream first before you could you could join the list of Ryan's to watch out for. So we'll see. I know Ryan's ideally gone against to Polly. ideally that's against Polly. Yeah, that's the yeah. Spoiler: He wasn't at CD. Pittsburgh, so yeah. no no CMP uh, shenanigans from him this time. Dodging around. all the Ryan's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dodge the Ryan's. Um, but yeah, I know Ryan Colgrove was at San Diego and Fresno regionals, and he's like, my goal is to make it on stream. But I think he was like one battle away from making a stream. Like someone like knocked him to losers right before he could have had the stream match. But we'll see. Maybe at Sacramento. Uh, Crocodile says, oh, man, good to see Speedy go. All the best to him. Caleb, think you should cast in Cockney British accent for when, <laughs> not if, you lose the bet. Yeah, yeah, what I, is Cockney British accent? Is it like what? What's the difference between like a British accent? Like, what's a Cockney British accent? Uh, so generally, the UK has like loads of different accents. Yeah, so mm-hmm. Cockney is more like the original London accent, which is now a bit more similar to Essex. So, uh, can you do it? Yeah, but I uh, like. <laughs> <laughs> I um, I'm on the spot. Um, so it's a bit like this. It's uh a bit more emphasized on like the I oh, know the words are a bit sharper they're a bit more uh, I couldn't I couldn't exactly I feel like this is roughly you know about that it's not as strong as some cockneys would be but my theory about where cockney comes from is that you sound scottish Nah, bro. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> not even close, bro. You sound like someone I see in a pub, right? Yeah. Like, that honestly, that would, that is probably like a good stereotype of the Cockney accent in it, yeah. Because I'm not gonna lie, if it was on TV, that's probably what you'd hear in it. Um, and then you've got like I I couldn't exactly say what mine is, yeah, but like mine's sort of like more London at the moment. Um, yeah. So it's a bit more like, okay, I'm not going to say the the only reference I have, yeah, is if you've watched Top Boy, yeah. Now, my my accent isn't that, like, deep, yeah, but is along the same sort of lines, I would say. Mm. Um, Yeah, that's the best way I can 
Brav, hey, if you if you want to put this as a as a little um you know uh wager, yeah man, I can what would the wager I'll be though? You. Like I, I don't, don't I don't I don't think I could go like let's say we record a podcast, I speak in a British <laughs> accent the whole podcast. Yeah. Can you imagine trying to have a serious discussion with me about this? <laughs> All right, let's let's talk about the Los Angeles regional might, right? Like, there's no way, right? Like, there's no way you can keep a straight face. I don't know why I can, right? Like, just acting like, yeah, no big deal. I'm switching on, and we just talk like usual. Yeah, uh, you'd need some coaching as well. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, yeah, I yeah, for sure. I just pulled that out of nowhere, right? So I'm yeah. not expecting it to be good. I- I'll think on it. I mean, we- if we get if we could think of something reasonable that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But... A bonus episode. There we go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, what's it? Yeah. Uh, it's well, I have funny. to like, share like a drink or something. You know, we'll be yeah. drinking and stuff in this chat. And no way. I don't know. Yeah. But we'll yeah, see. it's always sunny episode. It's like Caleb oh, speaks in a Cockney accent. Sunny. Have you not seen? No. But... It's yeah. mad because you were questioning good. my like video watching at one point. Was I? Yeah. About what? <laughs> I don't like know, what I you've seen, we haven't seen. Sign, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, dark, yeah, I mean, that's one TV show, I guess, in the U.S. I haven't seen. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I've seen a lot of the random stuff. Uh, Lily Knight says, "Longtime listener, first time commenter since Zionic days." Wow, that's a uh, old school. Sad to see Speedy leave as well. Hope to see his podcast continue to grow, though. Yeah, we are. We're doing what we can. We got. We got some things. Uh, coming up for sure. Mike Daniel says, sad to hear Speedy leaving the podcast. I think the chemistry between you two was great. Good luck, Anna Cora, as a substitute co-host. Yeah, you know, the uh, the dynamic will really start start to develop the moment the bets start coming in online, right? Yeah. Gonna... I, I don't know how you're going to react to losing, you know what I mean? So, <sighs> you know, there, yeah. he's, uh, you, just keep, you just keep waiting. You'll see. If you lose I, enough, I do I know. start doing the intro? <laughs> you can, I'm joined by my co-host. Yeah, 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 yeah. We can, we can throw that on the live if you want. <laughs> yeah. Um, a Christopher five oh nine says, "Do you know what, bruv? In it, <laughs> nice to see some British flair on the pod. Welcome, Anacorian. I wish we the best. Maybe I should have you read that one." Uh, Forno says, "I think the punishments for the small bets like starters or catches should definitely be where the loser has to run a much more difficult team of the winner." Of the winning winners choosing, yeah. I mean, I actually that is pretty much in line with what our Trevenant bet is yeah. for the Stardust. So, Do you know what? I, I want to say something, one. yeah, about the Trevenant yeah. bet. So, I don't know I've if it's seen a decent me. amount in Great huh? League, bro. I've seen bro, a decent amount in Great League. In Great League, bro, I've been using well, it Ultra League. Like oh, Ultra League is different. The Ultra League, it is better. Yeah, it's yeah. Better than Ultra League than like, Ultra Great League. Genuinely been using it, it, and I was like, I you know what? Ultra. Yeah, if yeah, I was like, if I lose. It's not much of a loss, you know what I mean? Because we need to check. We need to check the ELO later. I need. I need an update. Um, not an impossible team, but super spicy to make the legend race harder for the loser of small bets. Dude, Forno is completely on point with what we end up going with too. And I didn't even read the comment earlier. So yes, we are. We are on the same page for sure. Sad to see Speedy go, but great to see things still moving forward. It was great to meet you in person at uh, NYC, Caleb, and I definitely plan to attend the san antonio tournament in december yeah best of luck forno um yeah i met forno at uh new york go fest at the the pp area and i remember because when he said his name 
because it when you look at it on YouTube, it looks like FOMO, but it's actually R and N or like it's actually really close. So I still it still looks like FOMO from from here, but I just remember uh, his name, so that's why I, I know it's Forno. Um, but Forno did trade me a carbon actually at low friendship. It was like a one fifteen, like twelve or something. Oh man! It's like I guess I'll wait for level sixty. 60 yeah. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yo, our favorite listener, Squirrel Trappers, back Where nine days ago. Rough. I don't know, but okay. they came back with some with some hate as expected. Let's Says go. good riddance, speediest was the cringe <laughs> was cringe to the max and delusional about PV being an esport. You know, I feel like I'm kind of I feel a little upset because he didn't throw me into it. He only said Speedy's cringe yeah. and delusional about PvP. What about me? Am I? Am I? Are, are I we not delusional about PvP as well? Yeah, yeah. I think we have healthy amount of delusion. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe Squirrel Trapper saving some of that some of that love for us later on, mm, right? Because he knows yeah, we'll still yeah. be around to comment. But. I guess he came back for like the you know the send-off the speedy send-off <laughs> yeah yeah like he yeah. couldn't leave without saying goodbye i know so. yeah yeah <laughs> even 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 squirrel trappers in this episode wishing speedy off <laughs> that is the, uh, that's the best part okay. hey, salute to you squirrel trapper we got uh tristan saying breakpoint carbon got way better after the update with spark change, breakpoint carbon can now beat spark lantern in the zero and the twos going straight rock slide, and can win the ones going straight moonblast. My guess is that's assuming with rock throw too. Yeah. See, that's the thing with breakpoints and bulk points. It's just it's not reliable. I mean, it is reliable in in a sense, but it's it can always change at yeah. a minute's notice, right? So I think with carbon worth- as well, it's like like carbink's whole thing is its bulk and the yeah. amount of like attack weight you need kind of like detracts from yes uh, you know that, so that kind of role you know what i mean so it's a bit of a difficult one there yeah use pv pokes matrix feature in c and this is what i've been doing for different mm-hmm. carbink as well is put in different ivs right go for the breakpoint one see what you gain it shows what you gain what you lose and i mm-hmm. guarantee you're probably losing a lot yeah but Maybe not as maybe not a ton because Carbon just like super strong in general. But if you look at the, you sim, what I do is I sim the zero shield situation, the one shield, the two shields, mm-hmm. and I sim like default IVs and then also rank ones. Oh wow! Right, yeah. I do. I do a lot. Yeah, yeah. I do a lot. Yo, y'all, y'all, y'all think <laughs> Ryan Swag uses PV poke simulations? Though, no, trust me. I mean, you know, no hate on Ryan Swag like usual, but I am critical of his work a lot because I do it too, but yeah. in a different way, right? So, anyway, I mean, you know, if everyone wants to run breakpoint stuff, that's fine, but that is the risk you take, right? Because the moment they have an update, moveset update, it can make all the breakpoints, bulk points, obsolete that you've been building around. True, true. Uh, so, like, a lot of Axon's team that he had breakpoints, bulk points for, some of it is irrelevant, like the spark. I think the uh, lantern, like lantern, yeah, one. the lantern, yeah, is, uh, it's irrelevant. One of the main ones right now. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, you know, if you have the resources, whatever, go for it. It's just yeah, like Carbink is a heavy XL Pokemon, and it's expensive to make in general. Do you really want to spend multiple uh, resources making multiple Carbink? Mm-hmm. It's up to you, right? It's a personal choice, but it's just something I try to caution people as they try to build around these things. Uh, Tristan also says, much love to Speedy. Him jo- joining on as a co-host is what got me into the podcast. He and Caleb had a great dynamic and great and did a great job together, in my opinion. And the beer bet will f- probably go down as one of the top <laughs> highlights of all time for this podcast. Wishing Speedy the best. He'll be missed. I'm about to see. I'm bummed to see Speedy go, but I think um, 
Uh, Anacor is a great replacement. Looking forward to him hopefully making the bets more competitive. And speaking of bets, it will be fun to see you guys do some play Pokemon-related bets. I'd love to see a competition for the most CP gain during the play season now to Worlds and another competition for the highest win rate in regional special events ICs this season. Ooh, That's actually a good one. That is interesting. Okay. That is interesting. Okay, so the CP one is a little bit tough yeah. because a few things. Um, I mean, I guess like we're both in regions where there's a lot of tournaments, but if you move back to Australia, there's less. Yeah. The other thing is also I have local events, so I could mm-hmm. get some CP from that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So actually, here's a question for you. Mm. Because you're between like London and Australia this year, what is your CP based off of? Like, what's your yeah. thing? okay? So, do you know what? I'm not gonna lie, yeah. Um, so mine is still UK, yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. I was thinking of changing it <laughs> to Australia. <laughs> I, I get it, I get it, right? but I, I think I, game the system. I, I don't know if I've missed the window, yeah. Um, I'm just assuming I've missed the window because it's the start of the season that I'm not sure uh, if I'm going to try it. And then the other thing is, is that like low key, I'll I'll most likely be going to more European events than I will Australian events because I'm going to go to two Australian events. Um, but... Two out of their three, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I mean, I expect yeah. them to have a fourth. I, yeah, I, th- I feel yeah. like they can't drop Sydney. Uh, but yeah, yeah, two out of three is pretty good to be honest. Um, but then like... I come back to London in March and like March to was it basically June? There's usually a lot of events on and then there's also EUIC as well. Um right. so the chances of me going to like one or two European regionals probably kind of high so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't I, I'm I'm not going to lie, yeah, like okay, I'm assuming like I said that I'm past the deadline because the season's already started. But I haven't made my mind up if I'm going to try or not to like <laughs> make myself mm. australian or not no, but I, okay. i'm thinking for now probably not but it, it has been yeah. Mind, yeah yeah and do you still have an address in australia because you I probably do, need yeah. one oh, so this is okay. the thing I, i've got an address i've got like a mobile number i've got a bank account so i've got like everything necessary so uh, you mm. know it's, it's not really like finessing as opposed to i don't know yeah choosing a Choosing an easier region. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, I, and the thing is, I don't, I don't know if I like the idea of it being an easier route as well. You know, because uh, I don't know. It, it goes back to what you were saying, innit? it? Yeah, it's like, well, do you really deserve to go to Worlds if you qualify like the easy way? Yeah. Well, now that you don't know, you don't know if you like the idea. Now that there's over a thousand people listening, it's gonna, <laughs> it's gonna judge you too, right? So, you know, Bro, this is not a little, stream, little home kept secret flag. anymore. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. Start adopting the Australian accent yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, in our last episode uh, with accent, DH Chacon says, "Lag got a buff this season. My mom, my mom just sat uh, there, sits there and takes damage." Anyway, in terms of accessibility, a potential new player can maybe benefit from his community, uh, from this community. Oh, sorry, this community. Yeah, I think that's what he meant. Mm-hmm. They can ask to receive. Uh, mons like Medi, Bassi, etc. from some veterans, it gives them a start. I also noticed, as Axon mentioned, PPers have relatively low catches, like 100,000. 
as an example. He seems to be the exception, but this shows he can still qualify without whale resources. The PVE whales have no interest in tournaments, so they won't be gatekeeping. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing with PvP, right? Especially in Great League. I think for Ultra League Master League, that's a whole different story. Mm -hmm. But for Great League, even the most expensive investments, like, uh, I don't know, Azumarill, Lickitung, Bastion, I mean, they're not... There's only a few of these, right? Sableye, yeah. Metacham. Like, you're not going to run a... You're very rarely going to run a team of six fully XL Pokemon. In fact, right. like, like it, it might not be a good team if you are, right? You're on, like, Wobbuffet, Pachirisu. Like, it's like what are you going to do with that? Right? You're worse <laughs> off. You know, a lot of these Pokemon aren't XL-based. I guess Carpet and stuff. But a lot of the good teams, like, they're just standard Pokemon <laughs> level, like, 15, yeah. 20, whatever it is, right? 30, even. So it's pretty accessible. And even if you have to make a few XL Pokemon, for someone that plays a game, like if you have 50,000 catches, you can make a Metacham, right? Yeah. As long as you have the Metacham to swap for the candies and stuff like that. Like the resources to make it, it's expensive to make your, your one Metacham, but once you're done, like that's you're using yeah. it for years to come. So, um, so yeah, I think catching and resources for the most part is not a huge limiting factor as long as you're like a consistent player. Right, it's hard to. It is a factor. It is a limiting factor if you're trying to start playing in a tournament next week and you just start your count a week yeah. ago. Right, so that that is a that is a definitely issue. But overall, yeah, you don't really need that many. Um, there are definitely a lot of PvP players though that are huge grinders. On top of it, like a mind joke. When I battled him, this was like two years ago, maybe maybe more than two years ago. He had over a million catches back then. It was like oh. two years ago. So yeah, so he's definitely on the grind. Or he was yeah, close yeah. to a million. I think before uh, like um I don't know if it's like strictly before regionals, but um probably before regionals started, he was definitely a yeah. uh, very uh like one of the heavy grinders, do you know what I mean? Yeah, he was. Um, but he was also a grinder of Sylph. Like he did a lot of Sylph tournaments. Did he do too. Sylph? So Yeah, that's I how I, I first know. battled okay. him. That's how I met him. It was yeah. it was um Sylph had this thing, I forgot what the terminology was called, but every month they would pull in the top-ranked players in the world. Oh, was it like the showdown or something? Showdown, yeah, yeah the showdown. They had a yeah. monthly showdown. That's when I faced him. And so that's when I knew. I was like, this guy's not just like, he doesn't just casually play in Sylph. He's one of the highest-ranked players in the world in Sylph because I battled him. I was like, whoa. I just remember thinking, I was like, wait, this guy is something. And I, I remember I mentioned in a group chat and Clash and Cliff, who's also a big grinder that also PPs, responding he's like oh yeah mind joke's a big grinder yeah he's, yeah he's definitely he's definitely he's really good at pp too i was like yeah i know <laughs> i just battled him so speaking of grinders i mean i didn't say i'm a big grinder but <laughs> i got some catches take a guess how many catches i have anacor oh bro do you know what the thing is though is i don't know okay a million catches is a lot you're saying yeah, yeah and a hundred thousand is not a lot yeah yeah okay it's still a lot I'm, for some people i'm gonna say six hundred thousand just based oh. on that scale but okay. I, I have no sort of like oh. gauge of like. Oh, now I feel bad. That's actually more than I have. <laughs> no, I have, I have 452,000. That was pretty close. So bad. I had 400,000 on April 1st this year. So, come, okay. so I caught. So, 52,000. I, I guess that is. So I caught so over 50K in about five months. Wait, I kind of yeah. want to know what I'm on now. Yeah, I mean, you took a little break. I never took a break. I'm just not, I've never been like the biggest grinder, but I will grind during events if, yeah. if need to, right? And I've been, I've just been consistently playing. So, yeah. Um, and obviously, traveling for a lot of these events for work helps too, because there's all this mm -hmm. stuff now. Monkey so. King. Yeah.
Yeah, mm-hmm. a lot of that is pan poor. Um, Rich Wait, Rank says, "Huh? I, I did a clap just for like a signal because I want to adjust my mic." So, oh, 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 yeah. No, so I'm good. assuming you can like cut that out because it's. Uh... Nah, I'm just gonna leave it. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> this is good content. Right, this well, is not well. like you can't just pause a <laughs> podcast by clapping. Like, what is? Hey, this? Well, yeah, yeah. The clap is so you know where to cut it. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not worth the time. I'm leaving this. In. Leaving okay, this well. In. There you go. <laughs> Yeah, feel free to clap in the future. It's not like a <laughs> like a sound like lamp when you walk in and like the lights turn on and off, right? I thought you, <laughs> you just think like... it is. No, no. Like, I mean, I, I can, well, but it's just like it's... yeah. Well, no, nah, I'm leaving it in. Oh, this Rich Rank says, <laughs> calling it now. Manky Community Day for October with Annihilate being introduced. That'd be dope. I'd love to see that, right? Well, we're literally in the middle of Mankey. I'm in the middle of. Oh, okay, just missed it. Mankey, uh, spotlight, spotlight hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I know that'd be sick for Annihilate. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think the spotlight hour wouldn't rule that out. Even if it's not October, man, Rich Frank, now you got me excited (laughs) because I hope that's a thing for not even October for the future, right? Sometime, even if it's not October. Because Annihilate would definitely, I think, shake up the meta quite a bit. It has win conditions against Metacham. I think it beats yeah. Metacham straight up. Well, it's so a ghost, that has a, ghost fighting. Ghost fighting. Yeah, ghost yeah. fighting. So it could be the new fighter of choice. Mm. Potentially. I don't know. Metacham's still really strong. But having another fighter that hard checks Metacham mm. and is still relevant can really throw things off. It's quite big. Because now you might be like, What's well, the reason to run Metacham now that you have Annihilate, right? Yeah, true, like, true. Annihilate is more frail, though, than Metacham, so that in itself could make things a little bit more interesting. Also, I feel like a good ghost type is just always nice for the meta because it's like a very flexible typing, do you know what I mean? Isn't it? You know, it's mm-hmm. like a, it's not necessarily, it, it never feels like too RPS, do you know what I mean? Isn't it? You know? Yeah. But it's got like a nice. Because it's not super, they're not usually very bulky yeah. either. So. Uh, Tristan says, or Twasel, either way, whatever you want to call him, says, surprised none of you went with Shadow Venusaur, so I'll go with that. If Gligar is the main flyer, that's pretty nice for Venusaur, to be honest. I think he was talking about the maybe predictions for the new meta. Yeah, uh, what yeah. will be most dominant in the top cut. Right, 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 in top cut. Actually, so, spoiler, there was a decent amount of Venusaur. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then as far as accessibility goes... I think that big move updates can actually help in that regard if done correctly. Large, focused, and impactful move set updates can help create more diversity in viable mons, which can help accessibility. If we had a meta team where, a meta where Tox, Toxicroak, Vigroth, etc., were all equally viable to Metacham, that would help accessibility because newer players would have other options rather than needing a, a Metacham or a Deox Defense to be competitive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. And Deox Defense is arguably less accessible than Metacham because if they're not yeah. raised, you can't really get them for anything. Can't trade them either, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, but yeah, that does it for our comments. And speaking of the meta changes, we can discuss what we saw in this recent regional mm-hmm. and see how that actually looked. Oh, so before we get into that, the Stardust bet. So we, we had a Stardust bet going on, right? Most Stardust gained from Ultra Unlock day one until the end, right? The five days. So myself and maybe you too, I was thinking four times dust, four times XP catch. 
for five days. Pretty nice. Yeah. I'm at I'm at Pittsburgh at the regional. I'm chatting with I think I was chatting with Defai and Gabby that morning, the second day, right? Because we should, we had dude, our call time was early, early. I had to be up and ready. Why was the second dressing. day so early? <laughs> I don't I don't know, but it's not going it's not going to be that early in the future. Okay. I think yeah, yeah probably good for you all because it's like yeah yeah like, yeah it was nice. It's I like got to bed on you know earlier yeah, you don't have to stay yeah. up late or anything. But yeah. for for the West Coast. This stream started at five thirty in the morning. If you're on the West Coast, like you're waking up at if you're if you're lucky, you wake up when the grand finals are happening, right? <laughs> but maybe you oversleep the whole thing. Yeah, I don't know why it was so early. Um, but it's gonna it, it's all it was also an East Coast tournament, so it's right. gonna be earlier in general. Yeah. But usually we don't start that early. Anyway, yeah, yeah. like I said, bomb ass early morning time, which means that we had to wake up even earlier. <laughs> I had to be dressed and ready to go at six fifty in the morning, right? Oof. Um yeah, I know. But, but me thinking, oh, well, the event ends at 10 a.m. If any time for a regional to start this early, I need to be awake for it. This is the best one. I could grind some more Stardust for a few more hours, right? Um, before And win this bet against Anacor. But right when it's about to hit 10, or maybe early that morning, we're talking, and Gabby's like, no, no, no. We get five more days of quadruple Stardust. I'm like, what? I'm like no way, right? That's wild to me. Like I was not expecting that. Did you expect that? I didn't. I didn't know what was nah, happening. I, I didn't expect it. I'm not gonna. Yeah, lie. I didn't see the info yeah. on that because I think it was released when I was traveling or whatever. But yeah, yeah. so I like wait one. That's incredible, right? Because we get even more stardust, and two, we can extend the bet if we need to. And I know you're traveling for Rivet, and I was obviously traveling. Yeah. So like part of like I feel like both of us are not very confident in how much stuff we gain. Yeah. Do you know what the thing is? I was also like, like you're probably you scared of me, the regional buff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was. I was like, I, first Pretty I was good. like, okay, well, regional buff is an issue because what what was it? They gave a hundred extra on top. Yeah. yeah. So it was still so, four yeah. times, but just and would it would it have been four hundred extra because of the four times? Yeah. Right. Oh, okay. Right. okay. So, so let's say if it's <laughs> let's say if it was like a meditate that spawned, right? No weather boost, a hundred yeah. dust usually. You add a hundred on top of that, so two hundred dust, and then multiply that by four. That is eight hundred dust. Much, that's too much. And then eight hundred dust, and then you throw on the star piece, twelve hundred yeah. dust for each meditate catch. Twelve hundred dust. Twelve hundred dust is the minimum. Man. Now you throw on weather boost. You throw on second stage evolution. Nah, that's too like much. a Bailey spawning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I think yeah. I made the right choice because I was thinking yeah, you <laughs> messaged me like a day before, being like, "Oh, I'm gonna lose this bet." Yeah, and I'd been like low key, not not grinding, yeah, but I'd been like, you know, well, I, you I hit got me back up to on London, Slack talking my DMs right. for sure after the first or second <laughs> yeah. day. And here's the problem for me, right? And this is why I wasn't feeling confident because uh, anyone in my position, you'd be thinking, "Oh, Caleb got this, right?" Yeah. Here's yeah. the problem: the first. Three days of that Ultra Unlock, I didn't play. Like I played GBL, but I was just at home because you know what I was doing? I was yeah. I was making my video about uh, El Che. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't yeah, know if you yeah, saw yeah. that video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw it. It was good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Did you like it? Okay. Yeah. Uh, anyone yeah, yeah. that doesn't know, hit, hit me up on YouTube, right? YouTube.com/slash/KPain. One of my most recent videos. I spent a ton of time on that. Like I, I kid you not, I was like, cause storyboarding for it, it was something. Uh -huh. But then I had to find all the clips and line up the clips to make sense and everything. And Twitch was trolling me real hard the night I was editing because I couldn't clip anything. Like they're, they're soft, like Twitch was like glitching out. So you couldn't make any clips. So you know what I do? I pull up 
the VODs on my phone and I'm screen recording. So I'm like re-watching <laughs> parts that I'm trying to screen uh, to do, so screen recording it, then saving the screen recording up, like dropping it down into my laptop to edit rather than just clipping it, downloading it and just putting it into my video, right? So, and, and it was not as precise. I'm, so I literally had to re-watch what I wanted to do in real time and then do it. Yeah, so anyway, it took a long time, what I'm saying. Like I, I finished that video at like, one when I released it, I finished it at 7 a.m. that morning. Whoa. Like I did not, I was well, not. You were up all night. Yeah, I mean, I played a little bit of League of Legends. That's a little break. Uh, okay. But then I, after I played League of Legends with my friends, I went back and just worked on it until right. like the sun was rising. Because I was like, I want to get this out, man. Like I'm, yeah. I'm on a roll. I'm, in, I'm really feeling it. And I just need to edit the stuff. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, so one of the big reasons why I didn't play much. I didn't play in Spotlight Hour, which I should have. It was Whooper. It was weather boosted. I didn't play it. I should have. I don't know what I was thinking. Right? And all this stuff. So literally, I start playing, like, pretty much start catching for the first time on, like, the third day. And I'm flying around, like, the, like, the country doing it. So I'm not really playing that much. And so I'm really only playing that Saturday and a little bit of Sunday morning for that for that event. So yeah, I know I you thought you got then, some. Man. I should have been. Yeah. <laughs> But then I asked, I asked Anikor, I'm like, hey, would you be down to extend it? He said, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. But you did ask for me to take a screenshot just to see what yeah, could have Yeah, yeah, right? because I'm, I'm so curious. Yeah, so. Yeah. I, I took what? it like 30 minutes late, but like it's, it was, I took yeah, it like 10, be, 30 instead of 10. Yeah, yeah basically the same, yeah. Good. I'm curious, yeah, like when we, like, when we finally that? get to the end, yeah, let's see if, if that was the right decision or not, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like, you know, when you, you know, uh, I mean, I, I don't even do this in it yet, but you know, like, you know, if you're like, betting on a sports game yeah and you have yeah. the option to cash in early yeah, yeah that, that's that's what that feels yeah. like it's that was, like that was it or was it worth it was cashing like deal in or no deal you had the option yeah. to take out some extra money but now yeah. you're yeah we'll see, we'll see i will say out of the go casters mm-hmm. actually i should say out of all the casters i feel like the other casters i play they don't play as much as me mm-hmm. uh so it's myself mark son defy and butters I got by far the most amount of dust out of the others. However, out of compared to the others, I, I have the most catches and stuff, and I'm the one that prioritizes catching in general. So, yeah. uh, I'm also yeah. like low key hoping like there was this one time in Japan where I was trying to compare um, steps in the month, mm-hmm. and you just had like none, bro. Like there was no- <laughs> there was nothing going on. So I, I'm kind of hoping that that's like a a trend, you know? <laughs> it just just uh house spawns not doing it you know not going outside the, yeah there's Open i have like stage, no house spawns you know? i have two pokestops now uh, i used to have one oh, yeah, I have two so now. you got a new one isn't it yeah but i didn't get any spawns off of it i oh. get like one spawn maybe if i'm lucky so there's like there's a bunch of spawns maybe a little bit away from where i live mm-hmm. and there was a time period maybe for like a few weeks where i was for some reason my gps just drifted on top of that oh, i was just sitting man. permanently <laughs> So I'd be like spinning like two additional stops and I had all these spawns all the time. And it's not the thing anymore. I don't know why. It, it was like actually my GPS because when I try to call like an Uber or Lyft, yeah. the the location would be far. Like it wouldn't be where I'm living. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what is going on with my GPS? Yeah. But I, it's because I live in like a taller building. So that does right. influence that. Actually, a lot of my kilometers, I was just sitting at home and I'm just like running back and forth because of like the. Um, oh, just the drift. Because of the GPS. Yeah, yeah the drift. Right. Like I'll hatch, I'll hatch like a 10 kilometer egg. Like in a Open couple of days sitting here. Yeah, not moving. <laughs> That's sick. So. Yeah. So. But 10 kilometers for a couple of days is 
still pretty low. Not so. bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, I kind of go like in and out. It's like I, I either like barely catch anything or I like catch a con, right? If I'm working. So speaking of Pittsburgh and the Stardust mm. bets, before we can get into it, the moment I arrive, let me tell you. The spawns this year are wild. It's not no Pan Poor, Pan Sage, Pan Seer. Shout out to Niantic. Credit where credit is due. These spawns are lit. And if Amazing. you need XL Pokemon for PvP, this is the spot. You got Meditite. You got Chinchow. You got Shield on. Yo, who won't have a Bastion for Catch Cup? That's what I'm saying. Or Carbon. You have a Bastion, Carbon Core all day. Carbon spawning a ton. Wait, wait, wait. Carbinks are spawning. Carping or spawning. At the regionals. Oh my Guess god. Guess how many? Alright, so I have a carping that I haven't even traded yet. Uh-huh. I have like 40 plus that I haven't traded. Guess how many carping XLs I have currently? I don't know, like 350. No. 777. What? I'm telling you. <laughs> what yeah, the hell? Yeah, yeah. There's carping spawning at these events. Like Bro. all over the place. You got shield on, you got lick a tongue everywhere. Man. Yeah, you got some other ones that aren't as meta relevant yeah. at the moment that used to be good in PvP, like Swablu. Like, yeah, no one's really using Altair anymore, but it's it's still nice yeah. to have for. It, it's it, nice for the PvP, main like, XL candidates as well. Yeah, yeah, for Ultra League, if you want Altair. No, 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 I was like the other, the other. Spot. Yeah, the other ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But technically, you could use it for. I mean, Chinchao yeah. too. Ultra League Lantern could be nice in some limited yeah, ups. Yeah, yeah, uh, For Ultra League, I mean, Lantern's like my MVP in still factions for sure in Ultra League, uh, for like a uh, cheap pick. Fletchling as well, so you can run Town Flame. Not that great in Great League, but still pretty good in Ultra League. And mm-hmm. um, again, you need XLs for it. They got Meryl, right? So you can make yeah. XL Azumarill. Uh, they got some other stuff. Scraggy. Oh my yeah, gosh. That's nice. My again, Scraggy candy is through the roof. I never even like evolved for it. I got a Great League rank 5 Scraggy because they're spawning wild. So nice <laughs> IV spread. Lit. I have 831 Scraggy XL candy. And I've already made a Ultra League scra- Scrafty. Like, this is like, what's, uh, uh, what's Scraggy's moves here? Was it like Sucker Punch or something? So, oh, Scraggy? Yeah, yeah, uh, Scraggy. I don't know. I do. I actually have a rank one Scraggy, actually, for Great League, too. So, uh, Faint Attack, Brick. Hey, you know what? It maxes now, but... above 1,500. Okay. Faint Attack buff soon. It can only be so good because uh, Umbreon has so. So, yeah, I mean, nice. you know, I might be missing some other stuff, but really solid sparks. Yeah. So, you'll, you're not going to Barcelona, right? No, nah, I'm not, unfortunately. Oh, okay. No, no. But, but, you'll, but once you go to your first tournament, you'll see. Yeah. You'll yeah. see. It's, uh, yeah, that sounds amazing. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. Mm. And so, on top of that, you get extra Stardust. You get three special trades at the venue. That is amazing. That is perfect. Yeah. Okay, I, do you know what? There's yeah, no, I have there's to no special trade event right now, right? Yeah. But like, if it was stacked with community, okay, you get like one extra special mm-hmm. trade, stuff like that. But now you get guaranteed three special trades at the venue. Yo, and this is where I'm, you want to do them. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Shout out again to Niantic. I have. I took a screenshot of all the all the benefits. So let me just make sure I didn't miss any. But those yeah. are yeah. So so the. The bonus is 100 additional starters per catch, right? So essentially double dust, right? Obviously, yeah. if you catch like all Dino, it's not going to be double that. It's just yeah, 100 yeah. plus on top of that. But still, pretty good. Essentially double dust. Three-hour lure, lures, right? Amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you don't have to drop lures. Event-themed Pokemon track is a standard lure module. So that's all the all the Pokemon like yeah. that I mentioned. Uh, event-exclusive time research 
Um, What's that? That one. So that was also big too. You know how we talked about how Dancing Rob had Galerian Stumpf's yeah, research yeah, yeah. for his Pokemon. The event exclusive time research now for every, I believe for every visual you show up uh-huh. to, you get six Pokemon. All six are Accents World team. Yo. Straight up, you're catching the Swamper, a Lantern, Sick. a Metacham. You know, it's not his IVs. It's not yeah, like a Shadow yeah. Swamper with Hydrogen and stuff like that. But you at least get the Pokemon, right? It's a nice step. A, yeah, yeah. yeah, a Lowland Sand Slash. And even if you don't need those Pokemon, extra yeah. dust, right? The Sableye, I got Sableye from it. Yo, that Sableye was worth a ton of dust. Quadruple, <laughs> plus the 100, no, plus the Star Piece. If only Sableye was spawning everywhere, I would have been just rich, rich, right? I think it was us. good that it wasn't spawning everywhere. Yeah. yeah. And then three special trades per day. Amazing. Huge, huge update for yeah. that. I tweet about it too, and we'll talk more about that later in our T segment because it was, let me tell you, it was, people get into it on other topics. But anyway, so that's what to expect at regionals. Again, a huge shout out to Niantic for making these changes. It made it, it just it just made it so much fun. I mean, honestly, for I mean, I'm speaking for me because I know I'll be at a lot of these regionals, but for a lot of those frequent flyers at regionals, I I'm betting in a in a year from now, a couple months from now, I'm gonna be sick of Carpig. Who's not gonna have like a million Carpig XL candy? Because they're gonna be everywhere, right? Um, but again, it's it's still better than the pan the monkeys, yeah, whatever. Yeah, because that, that just and, felt like so irrelevant. Yeah. Um, and even from a sort of perspective of like, oh, well, let's put a regional into the mm-hmm. thing. They were spawning for like an event everywhere. So it was yeah, like, yeah. people it didn't really even it, special yeah. anyway. Yeah. yeah. So I think this is a huge step forward. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, yeah, I mean, it's good though, because most people don't go to this many tournaments. So mm-hmm. what I tell some of my locals is, hey, I'm at Pittsburgh. You need some carping. I'll come back with some carping for you, right? For, for those that still need carping. Yeah, yeah, you need yeah. Lickitung XL candy. I'll save some high CP Lickitung for you, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, Shield on, et cetera. I mean, I used to save Shield on Lickitung to trade to be able to get the extra XL. I don't even, like, what do I need it for? Like, I have an Ultra League Licky Licky build, uh, you know, that needs XL as a regular one build. Like, you don't even need it anymore. But it's it's really nice, especially for mm-hmm. those that, like, maybe spectate for the first time or you attend your first tournament, you don't really have stuff. Yeah. Yo, after that tournament, you're going to have stuff, right? You're going to need... You're also, gonna think it. about the uh, players from other games who, you know, exactly. see go on the that's, stage, open up the game. That's the biggest. Boom. Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of players, actually, that have gotten into Go tournaments and have attended because uh, they were maybe judges mm-hmm. for the other games. Or maybe even maybe a judge for Go, but they just don't play it. Or they're helping out with some of the stuff. Or yeah. they play VGC or TCG. But if you play Pokemon Go, you're going to be catching at the venue anywhere. It's yeah, all these spawn yeah. stuff. Why wouldn't you? And yeah. because of that, you get all the stuff, right? Yeah. Um, so anyway, I want to say just that part before we get into Pittsburgh recap. But Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Well, wild. I, I want to hear your thoughts as a spectator. What did you think of the meta and the tournament and everything like that? Uh, okay, so. um, I guess let's start with the meta. So we, you know, we had the discussion uh, last week about what, Uh you know, what things we were expecting. Um, And I think I kind of, um, I think, I think Axon said this as well, where it was like, you know, the, you'd think of building a team for the new meta and it does seem like a few of the same Pokemon. But one thing I did feel like is that with the move changes and things like that, it opened up the meta a bit more. Um, Mm -hmm. And additionally, 
I think people are always going to complain regardless of what the meta is. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. you just, you know, I think some people don't really understand what a healthy meta should be. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think in their opinion, it should be like, you know, no two Pokemon are the same anywhere. Yeah, and yeah, like that's also just as unhealthy as, you know, every single team is exactly the same. So mm-hmm. I thought the this meta had like, uh, you know, uh, it was looking good going into it. Um, one thing I want to bring up is uh, Inadequance did a practice tournament a few days before the yep. start of Pittsburgh. And he put up some um, usage stats. And he had Medicham, Licky, Lantern, and Registeel as the top four usage mm-hmm. with Gligar, Sableye, Swamper, and A Slash as like the next four. So mm-hmm. just judging from that, obviously, you know, no Noctowl, no Flyers. Um, you know, Besides no. Glygar. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Besides Gligar. Um, but then Gligar is good because it's like, you know, it's got the double ice weakness, but then also got the really good coverage, making it, mm-hmm. you know, not too like hard countering anything, but still yeah. having like a nice amount of coverage. Um, and honestly, I was not disappointed, you know, when they put that first, um, the first graphic of the general meta for the whole tournament, uh, it was super surprising because, I mean, do you have that in front of you or like, do you, uh, yeah, so I have, so I have the top, I have the top three players, but I could do, let me pull up actually the. The top, top 12, 12 usage yeah. on day one right you want to look at yeah. day one not yeah. day two yeah because so, that was me... super interesting because um you had some very similar themes to uh inadequances practice mm-hmm. um but you had azumarill okay so first of all i'm gonna say azumarill and alolan nine tails yeah nobody really talked about the fairies coming into the tournament and it's not mm-hmm. like they were bad in any sense um, they'd just pretty much been left alone, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they hadn't been given any buffs, they hadn't been given any nerfs. Um, so I guess it kind of made sense from neutral standpoints that the fairies are still going to be good. Um, yeah. Let me take no a screenshot for you, so I'll, I'll send it to you. Yeah, no Galarian Stumpfist for good reason, because no. if you've seen that in GBL, that earthquake looks like you can see <laughs> the nerf. You can see the nerf. Yeah, oh, I just pasted it to you, so the top 12. So top yeah. 12 at Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. Medicham at the top, obviously, 72%, 72.4%. Mm-hmm. Sealed second second spot, 46%. So that's actually a big drop-off between one and two. Yeah. Tongue, yeah, yeah about yeah. 45%. Lantern, about 43%, and then goes down from there. Gligar at 40%, so pretty high up. Zumo's the fifth one, so it goes all the way down to 26%. So the top five have very high usage. Like almost about half the players had those. Yeah. And then drops down from there. Um, and then Alone Sansa has 23%, Swamper 23%, Umbreon 21%, Venusaur 20%, Alone Ninetales 17%, and then Charles are 17%. Uh, yeah, it's Charles and Alone Ninetales rounding it out. So, and, and obviously, these are including both Shadow and Non Shadow. So, a lot of the Gligar is like kind of mixed. And honestly, after this, I I don't know. I feel like there's good pros and cons for both. Like, yeah. I saw there was a specific match I commentated with DeFi and it was Shadow versus non Shadow Gligar in the mirror matchup in the league. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And it, it, it was even. It yeah. literally came down to a one HP difference. And that honestly yeah. could just be an IV difference 
of the specific shadow versus non-shadow. Not well, I guess that would happen like if it's a shadow non-shadow mirror match, right? Um, I guess so. I mean, does that I happen think... in all shadow non-shadow mirror matches? I'm pretty sure, yeah, because they're all like 20% more or 20% yeah, less. So it's I guess essentially it a mirror match. But I'd say that... I'm trying to imagine like a shadow... charger versus non... Yeah, I guess that is... That yeah, is... it should just pretty much be even in it. I think the but... thing is Gligar's moves also don't hit super hard. So like mm-hmm. letting a move go from shadow non-shadow is not a big deal. Yeah, like letting a true. shadow blast burn go on Charizard is a lot yeah, different, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. But... Um, but I'd say like most likely we may have a situation like Shadow Swampert where either the shadow or the non-shadow is preferred based on a specific, specific matchup, matchup in, in the current meta, yeah. But um, it looks like there isn't any very specific matchups too, which is nice. Because okay. Dig doesn't one-shot Lantern at, on either variants, right? right? Um, I think there is a, a breakpoint though with the Shadow Gligar against yeah, Lantern. Yeah. That could make a difference, but... Again, and Dig is not enough to one-shot Registeel either, mm-hmm. right? Regards to Shadow, non-Shadow. So I think it's not as clear as Swamper was last season, where right. Swamper needed the Shadow version to beat Noctowl. Mm-hmm. We saw a few non-Shadow Swamper in Worlds because people were expecting more Charizard than Noctowl, which I thought was a really good yeah. adjustment. Makes sense. Um, but yeah, I mean, I thought the meta was really cool. It doesn't look yeah. super different at the top, but it actually yeah. felt a lot less RPS in my opinion. Yeah. What what did you think? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think this is a a really important thing for people to recognize. And and I don't know. I was thinking about this before, right? Um, is it a case that maybe some people aren't too familiar with, um, maybe the meta, it how metas develop in other games, which is the reason why they have certain opinions on you know, when a meta is bad and when a meta is good. Because again, like, you know, from time I saw people complaining about the wall rain meta and then three it's months so later good. being like, yo, that was the best meta we ever had. We ever had. Yeah. yeah. From time I heard that, yeah, I was like, you know what? Yeah, you, yeah I can't take everyone's opinions for face uh-huh. value, you know? Um, I think they I think... want to like flip everything on his head, right? Yeah, but like, but that's, that's, not, not that's not good either because yeah. like as much as I dislike Trevenant and like Noctowl Lantern, when they nerf Trevenant, it's nowhere to be seen, right? You yeah. can't even run Trevenant anymore. It's like the nerf was too big, too right? Much. It wasn't like a little adjustment, right? It was to the point where it's unusable. Mm-hmm. Like, Galarian Stumpfist is pretty much unusable right now, right? Compared to a lot of other medbacks. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just like, it just loses. In Do you so think many with G Fisk, because obviously I, like, I haven't actually used G Fisk in Great League yet or like yeah. seen it? Um, oh, but do you I've think it just on the other end. Is, is it like a enough of a nerf? Because I'm thinking like, you know, obviously G Fisk is not highly used at the moment, but it could potentially rotate in with a specific, you know, meta direction, you know? So mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe if it like barely Charizard was used was last season because of the the Trevenant nerf and Medicham yeah. just being better, right? Mm-hmm. So that you need Registeel to counter it. So the fact that it wasn't used a lot last season and then now Mm-hmm. it's yeah. it's kind of troll to use it in my opinion it's just like it's fair, so fair. much weaker and then you got Gligar as well right as the flyer yeah, choice. Like, yeah you, I guess you don't, like what are you using gfs to beat like charizard the occasional charizard like what else does he even yeah well i mean if right? if charizard becomes like a a bit more of a mainstay people, then yeah. i guess it's a bit more preferable than reggie yeah i don't um, think it will though because Gligar yeah. is so so safe and strong mm. i don't think it's like 
Charizard's necessarily a lot worse than Gligar. I mean, it's not worse than the head-to-head, yeah. but it's just that the coverage Gligar gives is so much yeah, safer yeah. than Charizard. And I think that's the, the Gligar is a huge addition because, again, you have a flyer that can get beaten by the things it beats, yeah, but also beats the things that maybe it shouldn't beat. Like it's it's so it's such a good generalist. You know what I mean? You know it can still lose to Meta Champ. Who would have guessed too? Yeah, no? imagine a year ago I said Gligar's gonna be Meta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone <laughs> been laughing. We're looking at Gligar, not Gliscor, just straight yeah, up Gligar. Just Gligar, bro. Wild. Dig was appalling, appalling beforehand. So, so bad. Yeah, it it so cost bad. more energy than Earthquake and did less damage. Yeah, <laughs> like that's how bad it was. <laughs> absolutely yeah. terrible but yeah I, I love the addition yeah. of glygar because again mm-hmm. i think um another thing that you and DeFi were discussing on stream was uh the prevalence of like the glygar licky core um and yeah she termed it garlic yeah i, th- I thought it was quite <laughs> clever <can't lie. laughs> yeah we don't really like name cores uh, in go like they do in vgc but um because yeah. they like name entire teams as well you know yeah, hey, we'll make it a thing. Okay. I'll I'll drop garlic whenever I can. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, something like that, like you know, the Gligar Licky Core isn't unbreakable because there's things like you know Mandibars or um, you know, maybe certain other Pokemon where mm-hmm. they actually, maybe even Umbreon to be honest, isn't it? Yeah, where they can break yeah. up that core yeah. and they're not niche Pokemon. They're Pokemon that are very valid in the meta. So yeah, having yeah. that ability to rotate the meta out like that. Yeah, I think it's amazing. You know, we're going to see different shifts um, week by week. And I guess, I guess that's what everyone wants to see. Whether Powder Snow or... alone, Ninetales? That might be a core breaker for that, too. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how Powder Snow alone, Ninetales actually pairs up against Lickitung, but I did see that matchup briefly. Mm-hmm. But they the Lickitung users swapped out right away because yeah. they had better alone sand slash counters. Well, we that. saw some people using um, Powder, Slow, Powder Snow alone in sand slash as well. Sorry, that's what. Yeah, that's oh, what I meant right. to say. Sorry, okay. I, did I say nine tails? Yeah, sorry, I yeah. meant to say. Sand. I've been doing that a lot. I, I messed that up a lot at Pittsburgh too. I kept saying uh, nine tails yeah. when I meant to say sand slash. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, that was an interesting uh, uh, adjustment because I, I guess like I, I don't know strictly if it's like if it's the time for it. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's interesting that people made that change. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. It's. Yeah, again, I, I agree with you. I, I think this meta is actually pretty good. Yeah, you see a lot of meta in like GBL and stuff, and you're going to see a lot in tournaments, but yeah. it's honestly, of all the fighters you can pick from, it is the easiest one to play around in neutral matchups because mm-hmm. you are taking neutral from Snarl and Foul Play, and like you're taking super effective from Lick Damage from Licky. Like, if, yeah. if, if, if like Vigoroth was the Pokemon to play, well, honestly, Lickitung is just so bulky that it could probably go toe-to-toe against a lot of the fighters, <laughs> I should yeah, say. Yeah, sure. But, you know, if it resists, like, the dark damage stuff, like, Umbreon has less play and stuff like that, too, right? Like, Umbreon's way worse into a lot of... Like, Umbreon has no play into Machamp, right? Yeah, yeah. one last resort is going to do a lot, but, like, those counters and cross job, like, you yeah, can't force yeah, a shield yeah. in zeros. Like, you you only get one last resort off, right? So, um, so it's... And, and again, Machamp, without any, like, fighting charge moves that a lot of people... Most people don't run. Mm-hmm. Registeel has play into it, right? You have to yeah. go for the Psychic for the Lantern matchup. Um, what do you think, too? Do you think Spark Lantern got a nerf after seeing this one? Uh, I'd say, may- yeah, maybe. I mean, again, it just like it just plays a bit differently. I'd say it's, yeah. I'd say it's a nerf though, because again, it's not, it's not a hundred percent efficient anymore. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't have that kind of pacing that would maybe give it favor over like the Glygon match a bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the Swamper, which is uh, also a big thing. So it doesn't have that pacing, which I think, you know, gave it a bit of an advantage in, in the past season. Mm-hmm. But um, it does have its uh, upsides, you know, being able to like farm something down. Um, saw it like a decent amount as well. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, with you know sparks doing extra damage, having a bit of a better Reggie matchup without needing to use water gun. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, the Reggie matchup, yeah. I, you still you still win the same shield scenarios, but I think the the biggest benefit of the lantern, uh, the spark change, is the Medicham matchup mm-hmm. because you just need more consistent damage. You don't need to like land a thunderbolt or something. You could right, just go straight yeah. surf and spark right, and still does pretty well. But I think it does hurt it in a lot of other matchups, like even Gligar as an example, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Spark doing a little bit more, but still resisted. And yeah. you need to get to the Surf as soon as possible, right? And so it need to take longer for that. I think, though, it's still very strong. And yeah. you can see it yeah, from yeah, the sure. results. I think it's still a busted Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And, and I like that Spark still has play because you need it for the mirror match right yeah so there's still a decision making on whether spark or not and the fact that gligar is the meta flyer of choice actually makes the meta really interesting because you have more people defaulting more reasons to go water gun lantern right yeah the more reason you have to go to water gun lantern the more viable spark lantern is which creates this weird dynamic of like 50 percent people using spark 50 Mm percent using water gun which makes it interesting because it makes the matchups less boring, right? Imagine if everyone's running Spark or everyone's running Water Gun. That's yeah. like whoever had more energy is going to win this, right? Or yeah, whoever got bait true. properly, right? Uh, but we were able to see that dynamic play out quite a bit, which is kind of cool um, in this tournament. So, yeah, not a lot of mana buzz. We saw, like, yeah. I think Rise, Arrow, and Doombug had yeah. mana buzz, if I recall, maybe a few others. but And they went a for a similar, in. like, uh, approach to what you were saying with the like snow. Hero had Shadow Ball well. Mana Buzz. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Well, I mean, yeah. The, you know, the, the other there is cool. some justification for it because uh, Mana Buzz gets a little tricky into Medicham in the ones and twos. Yeah. Landing a Shadow Ball actually could be a dif- difference maker there. But I yeah. don't know. I, see, I was wondering with. Um... At first, I was because... like, what are you doing this for? For Card Bank, right? <laughs> yeah. You're just gonna, lo- you're just still going to lose to Card Bank, right? It's but true, I true, think it makes yeah. sense if he had a plan for Medicham. I didn't ask him specifically why, but... Yeah. I'm wondering if the Medicham, like, because of the Medicham matchup, that potentially Air Slash might be the better option, but I don't know if it's that, just, like... Yeah. I feel you know like you I mean? end up still... giving away, like, some matchups against, like, Gligar and stuff, right? And Lantern what, do you and lose the Gligar matchup with Air Slash? I imagine you still win it. Because it's like, uh, let me you know, check. just doing wing attacks and aerial aces doesn't sound... Yeah, Arrow is still not as efficient as, like, Dark Pulse or Foul yeah. Play, though, but... uh, All right, so... You want to do Shadow Gligar? Shadow, non-Shadow, either. either. I think... Right. I, think I feel I'll like both like, of them default IVs. Yeah, so with the Dark Pulse, Aerial Ace, Snarl. So you win all the evens, obviously. Right, yeah. Uh, the Zero Shield is still kind of close, but... You, oh, whoops. Hmm. Um, air Slash. Obviously, Air Slash. Wait. Why is Air Slash better? <laughs> yeah, because it's just like, I guess, a bit more uh, fast tech pressure. Oh. Maybe Air Slash is the play. Yeah, I'm wondering. You're like, really weak into. You're really weak into. Um, 
what do you call it? Reggie, I guess. Yeah, that's, that's, the, really, that's the. You're not really like, winning I guess, that match. Yeah, you probably piece, have no yeah, plans. Yeah. Okay, here's the one I'm curious about Swampert. I feel you like. Lose you... once okay. with Air Slash. Okay. With Snarl, you win the ones and you win the zero to one. So you could go out of shield deficit and still win. That's a pretty big one, though. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. You don't think? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's another neutral ish matchup? I want to say Charizard. Char- well, Char- we gotta go Charizard, Charizard, I feel like you could probably get some advantage out of it due to being able to farm it down. But Yeah, I mean, I'm obviously like assuming there's baits and everything. Charizard, yeah. you lose the twos with Snarl, but you win the ones and zeros. Okay. Yeah, it's the same for Air Slash, yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the, there might be slight differences in terms yeah. of the things, but overall, it's still better. Yeah. But yeah, um, just having this, uh, you know, again, yeah. having the options um, and you know, actually having this dilemma of like, well, which one do I think is better for my team? I think is really healthy for team building. Yeah, yeah I think so too. So that was day one. Mm-hmm. Uh, to maybe no surprise, Wadaj went undefeated day one, didn't drop a single battle. Um, this guy. He completely owned Arrow once again. <laughs> 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 I think uh, that's at least that's the third time in a row he beat Arrow in NAIC he beat Arrow Worlds and now he beat him oh, at Pittsburgh man. but uh, I mean it's not I mean, I'm not even making fun of Arrow we're dodging really good like I yeah, think, we're I, we're like, I, think uh, I honestly think like if anyone had a chance to battle with Dodge three times like in a row in tournaments that's it's a very similar outcome yeah didn't uh, Nighttime they, Clasher play him like twice in a row or something yeah, yeah nighttime clasher. Yeah, nighttime clasher faced him twice too. Once at NASC yeah. and once, and he took a. I think he took a game off of Wadash in both took, sets. Yeah, yeah. So that was pretty impressive. Okay, so nighttime clasher, like the the, the guy's great and stuff, but he definitely trolled games two and three. He didn't spend both his shields in game two, <laughs> and then he didn't spend both his shields in game three. He's, he didn't use four <laughs> shields in the last two games combined, like. Yeah. Tell me that's not troll. That's how Quash is great though. He's definitely um I think I saw Z's wise post on Twitter that like most improved player of the yeah. last season. And I, I yeah, agree. Yeah. I think he uh Yeah. Like here's the thing too, he was running Togo tomorrow and like making top cut. Bruv, that's he finally drops Togo tomorrow and he's like on winner's side, right? Yeah. Of top cut. Like that's yeah, yeah. impressive. He beat Magic Mason too mm-hmm. on day one. Like that's not easy, right? Yeah, he did end up losing to Wadaj and then Andrew Manharas, but one of the funniest moments, I don't know if you saw this, when he faced off against Andrew Manharis, Andrew Manharis caught a Thunderbolt on his lantern, uh, from his lantern, from uh-huh. Nighttime Clash's lantern. Nighttime Clash was running a water gun lantern. <laughs> okay. He just caught it. He was probably going to win that anyway because he yeah. had a Quagsire for the lantern and the Alone Sandslash. But he catches a Thunderbolt and Stone Cold's face, right? Andrew Manharis, no reaction. Nighttime Clash, <laughs> when he sees it, he's like... <laughs> yeah, his mouth just for those that are listening, right? Auto version. I'm, I'm making, uh, mimicking him. His mouth just straight up open, like, <laughs> like what? what, what? Like he, like you can see, like I feel like if you look closely at his mouth, you can see his soul leave his body, right? But like that's you know how what? it looks. Like, do you know what the thing is? Because I remember seeing that, yeah, and there was like a, there was one fast move. I, okay, I was very confused at this, yeah, because he okay. made the catch, yeah? yeah. Nighttime Clasher pressed the button and he yeah. pressed it with the confidence of it being a surf, yeah? 
because there was also a nice amount of time in between the catch where I was like, you know, oh, that wasn't was an instantaneous instant. catch. Yeah. I thought and it, was. Oh, it, I it seemed like, and I'm not saying he mistakenly threw the Thunderbolt, but I, I like, I feel like half of his like shock was that like, oh damn, that wasn't a surf. Oh, you know what I mean, like I feel like I, there was there was a nice. I might need to rewatch that. I thought it was. I thought it was instant. I thought it was instantaneous, but he was just shocked that he's catching it on a resisted. Yeah, I mean, thing. being able to catch with the water, water gun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, he was probably, again. He was probably gonna lose that battle anyway because he had a full yeah, health black yeah. side for a lantern and a, a lone sand slash. Like it was just, it was just no way. But um. Yeah, that was because I remember. I remember thinking Thunderbolt made sense for the previous Pokemon that he was facing, yeah, which yeah. is why, like, it wasn't like Surf was the right yeah. play anyway, right? Yeah, but it just it seemed like he had enough time to react, and I I think he was maybe shocked that he didn't react or like I don't know, and it seemed like a almost like a Rise Shadow Ball moment where he just oh. forgot what side his his move was on. I don't think but. that's the case, but you know what? Now that you're saying this, as we talk about this more, I'm, I'm gonna find that clip and see. Yeah, there's literally yeah. like a second in between the uh, the catch yeah. and the thing. Yeah. Um, but, but while you're looking at that, day two. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Now, day two. Um, what was the word? Day two meta. Yeah. Um, was very interesting because. You know, as we said earlier, um, Medicham was the most used in day one. Medicham was also the most used in day two. So not really surprising. Mm-hmm. Um, seven out of eight teams had Medicham. Right. Seven out of eight teams also had Lickitung. So mm-hmm. the Medicham Lickitung core strong again. And honestly, I, like I don't know your opinion on this yet, but you know, I personally thought the Wall Rain meta was good because it didn't feel too rps yeah you know like yeah wall rain was on most teams wall rain was very strong but um it had counter play you were you know rewarded for good energy management good shield management um you know you could take advantage of these kind of advantages and Mm -hmm. you know uh, like succeed in the game um that was also roughly around the last time i guess maybe one um, season after that also when the medi licky core was like super strong mm-hmm. um until you know noctowl came into the fray so i yeah. don't know if the medi licky core is a sign of a good meta but personally i think so you know they're not they're not pokemon that are gonna hard win particular matchups do you know what i mean and it, you know they mm-hmm. they have that neutrality about them that's just my opinion um Sorry, I'm also seeing the clip. <laughs> so it's oh, funny. Geez. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I will respond to that though. Uh, I, I do, I do agree with you. I think, like, they're both like really bulky Pokemon, mm-hmm. but they don't like they're not bulky and also hit super hard on top right. of it. Exactly. Right. It's, it's like there's there's trade offs. I guess most Pokemon are like that to a degree, mm-hmm. right? But, um, but again, that's why I was saying like they're kind of easier to play around, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah. Licky doesn't usually Licky doesn't hard beat anything, right, right? Like yeah, if you get it into like a, I don't know, like a Trevenant or something, but Trevenant's yeah. not really around, right? Yeah. Like even Sable, I can do a decent amount of damage yeah, back. A Frostlass yeah. can beat a Licky in zero yeah. shields, right? Because Avalanche just hits so hard, and the Lick and Power Whip damage. Well, Power just takes mm-hmm. up forever to get to with Lick. It doesn't. It's not that good. So yeah, I agree with you. I think it is um, a much healthier meta. Noctowl was a way worse meta, in my opinion, because of how polarizing it was, right? Mm-hmm. Completely hard-walled by Lantern, but it just hard-walls 
Licky and Sableye, right? Trevenant, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like it's just there's no way you could flip that matchup, yeah. which is the tough part. Whereas Clygar, you're taking neutral from Bison. Like I, I don't even know. I think Licky probably has the advantage there, but it's not super yeah. clear, right? You exactly. land a dig, you you know, you know, it's a shadow version. It's not like. The health isn't the same. You just couldn't get past the Lickitung. You couldn't get past the Noctowl with Lickitung no matter what. Same thing with Sableye. Like, Safe Saw Sableye just gets completely shut down. There's like, And you could play around it because they shield. You just shield and you're yeah. fine, right? Yeah, you yeah. just match shields. Like, there's no, like, oh, I land this move now. I could Shadow Call you down. You can't, right? So mm-hmm. that was the tough, tough part with Noctowl. Whereas uh, this current meta, I think, is much better in that regard. So, um, yeah. So, okay. I will I will send this over to you so you can see it. Uh, it starts at two hours, two minutes, and fifty seconds from the Twitch VOD from day number two. Oh, you're sending me a for Twitch anyone, VOD. yeah, for anyone that's curious about, um, for anyone that's curious about what we're talking about for timestamp for for the Pittsburgh pre-show here, I'll, I'll send it to you so you can see it. Uh, it should go straight to it. Okay. But this looks like to me, nighttime Clash was going for the Thunderbolt because he overfarms too. Like the timing is really weird. He literally overfarms it. And throws a thunderbolt <laughs> at his face. <laughs> it's so funny. And Andrew Mahars doesn't even blink. Like the guy, like the guy, what a savage. Oh man. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> chat. Okay, huh. maybe, maybe it's just the stream delay, yeah. But do you yeah. not see like when he throws the move? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes more sense. That makes because he was happy. He was reaching for it. Yeah, I, I, I just realized he couldn't see the other side of the screen, so he didn't know what yeah. he was throwing it on, right? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there was a bit of a gap, and yeah, yeah. That's... Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. I'm trying to see why is he make the face because he he must see the quagsire come up. No, right? no so he, he doesn't see the quagsire see, come in. He doesn't see the quagsire come in because when you. I think he doesn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like, so it's like the, it's a, sw- it's a, it's no, it's a perfect catch. It's a perfect yeah, catch from Andrew because, yeah, yeah, yeah. because he doesn't see the quagsire come in because he's already yeah. pressing the charge move. It says and he's ready. doing the thunderbolt animation. He's ready. He's, he's like, like <laughs> all calm, and then he sees the word quagsire. He's like, yeah, what? What? <laughs> oh man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and the juxtaposition of Andrew just sitting there like. <laughs> no big deal. No big deal. I got mm. this. Oh my gosh. What? Just pure content. <laughs> oh man. Uh, shout out to Andrew, too, man. I mean, this guy was playing great all weekend. Yeah. You know? yeah I mean, all, all the top eight players, too, right? But, yeah. you know, Andrew, like, because we didn't really see too much of him last season, despite his. Yeah, I think he came relatively close. Like, he, he topped, I think. Um... He topped a tournament last season. He topped Mexico it, so. City qualifier. Yeah. But I think that so was it. Came close. Because but... he had some rough patches too, I think. I think he went 0 2 in Toronto. Hmm. He uh I don't know how he did in San Diego, but I know he didn't top cut there. I did right. see him in San Diego. I think he was at a few other ones. I think he was at NAIC maybe. Mm-hmm. Like he definitely traveled to a lot of these Oh, he was at um he was at Portland too, I think. Okay. And he didn't top cut there. Yeah. Um, his teammate, uh, what's his name? Shoot, the guy that got second to King in Indy. Iomero? Iomero, yeah. Iomero got uh, top cut at Portland. But mm. I just I just remember Andrew. He wasn't, like, I don't think he played, I, I don't know. I don't really see his battle, so I don't even know. But I just know that he probably wasn't performing to right. the level he wanted. So it's good to see him come back and stuff and mm-hmm. do really well. 
Um, and one of the few, actually the only, I think, Alone's Ninetales in top. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I thought that was a very interesting pick, like, regardless, anyway. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah, yeah, one of the, the yeah. only Alone Ninetales in top cut. Yeah. Um, um, Gligar. Yeah, let's talk about the, the top three. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, Gligar. Yeah, yeah, so five out of eight Gligar with mm-hmm. um, four of them being shadowed. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So that's, I guess, already a, a, an interesting part. Um, five Lantern, uh, five out of eight Lantern, five out of mm-hmm. eight Reggie Steel, three Venus Hall. So this mm-hmm. is one thing that we didn't mention is the grass types coming back. Um, and I guess, to be honest, this uh, goes in nicely to the, um, the top three teams because... Mm-hmm. Uh, the usage of grass types. Um, yeah, what's uh? Or do you want to go through the top three teams? And, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, well, no, we can talk about. Let's talk about the grass types now that you're on it. Yeah. So obviously, Venusaur was um, the thing that most people had their eye on. But bro, Superior, that is legit. <laughs> I know people was nah, bruv. I know people were calling Hot Pockets team a spicy team, yeah. But I don't know, man. I think it was I a spicy team, it. but he played it really well. Yeah. It was like well, it was I, a I very, think... it was a very unique team. It was a yeah. unique team for sure, but I don't. It was well thought out. Yeah, I, I I don't know if people will be calling it spicy in like one or two months time. You think people are going to copy it? Because I feel uh, like I... his team, like mm-hmm. it's not easy to run. You can't just like I don't know. I I think yeah, it was interesting. I think okay, so two of the picks particularly, um, Superior, Superior was kind of killer. Bro, Superior was doing the bit like it was doing bits, yeah. and it kind of like fixes the issue that Venu has, right? So there's not really any good options for grass types um, because obviously you know Trev is dead, so your best <laughs> option is generally yeah. going to be Venusaur, right? Uh, uh-huh. Chestnut is a bit too well with all the Gligar. Chestnut is not Chest- ideal. Chestnut, just not good, um, yeah, so yeah. anyone trying to make Chestnut worry is not. Yeah, it's yeah, never yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever won tournaments with Chestnut, like yeah. yo, you're you're a champ, for, but right, not because yeah. Chestnut. You just you just cracked as a player. So yeah, Chestnut's not in the conversation. But Venu, um, the main issue is it doesn't really have the bulk it wants to mm-hmm. be taken like the most advantage of. You know, look at my right now. Superior, bruv. Frenzy Plant were doing basically 50% of a Lickitung. Yeah, but you could tank the moves much better. Yeah. So it really, really fixes the issue Venu has. Aerial Ace now is a good uh, good move. Like, good coverage. (sighs) Maybe, maybe Superior's to play. Bruv, I think, I think it could be, you know. Maybe Superior is. I don't know what to drop them. I have a tentative team though, but uh, I I don't know what to drop. I'll, I'll think on it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, and, and then and Diggersby also, with with Clygar too around. Yeah, no one's yeah. running Mana Buzz, right? Yeah. So, I mean, and even and even against Mana Buzz, like obviously, you know, Aerial Ace is not like helping the matchup. Yeah, but at least it hits neutral the same way as Sludge Bomb hits neutral. Do you know what I mean? So it's not like you're not necessarily losing as much because I don't know if Sludge Bomb, like a Shadow Sludge Bomb, two shots of Mandibars like it did in Octal. So mm-hmm. I don't know if like, you know, you're really losing much compared to Venu in that sort of sense. Yeah. Uh, against Mandibars. So, yeah. It was, uh, yeah, that Superior Pig is definitely something to think about. In the top three, there was one Steel type. Crazy. 
one seal type. I mean, obviously, we saw Registeel number two usage, but two out of the top three didn't even have Registeel nor any seal type on their team. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for those that are wondering, so Hot Pocket team, third place finisher, Shadow Charizard, Medicham, Man- Mantine, Superior, Lantern, and Diggersby. Was it a Water Gun Lantern? Uh... It's it, it, it makes sense, potentially, because you have Superior and Diggersby that can hard check the Spark Lantern. Because mm-hmm. you definitely need something to check the Lantern, because you got both Charizard and Mantine. Yeah, true, true. But Possibly, yeah. It, that's, you got two checks, uh, but then you end up being triple weak to Spark Lantern if you're running your own uh, Water Gun Lantern. I don't remember specifically, though. Yeah, I don't remember either. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I do remember the Mantine moveset was Bubble Beam Aerial Ace. Mm-hmm. So no that's a, a very interesting moveset, I guess. Yeah, I guess it's a little bit more consistent into Gligar. Because mm-hmm. you just throw the bow beam right away rather than like needing to land the ice beam. But but I imagine I, I, I imagine it's not a negative matchup against Gligar anyway, because you could yeah. probably go straight ice beam. Right, right, right. Um but yeah, is it's interesting because He almost won it. He almost got into grand finals too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he just yeah. didn't shield. I don't know why he didn't shield. <laughs> yeah, he didn't shield yeah. like a foul play or something yeah. on his stickers beat, and then he just came down he to like down counter range. Shields, right? yeah. yeah, which honestly, probably for the best, because imagine if you're Lyle Jeffs, you're t- up 2-0 in both the yeah. winners finals and loose finals, and they get reverse swept back to back games. Both. He almost yeah. got reverse swept by pocket too. That would have been heartbreaking. I don't know if I could take it. Yeah. So Lao Jeff's team, honestly, probably the most. Uh, actually, no, no. His no team seal. also has a decent amount of variation because the Umbreon. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. has a double bulk of Umbreon and Lickitung. He ran like mm-hmm. Umbreon, Lickitung, Gligar in like so many of his games. Yeah, a lot of times in different orders too. Mm-hmm. But and it worked. Yeah, it worked. Yeah, yeah. Until you face the Shadow Dragonite, he had nothing that resists the Dragon Breath <laughs> yeah. damage. But yeah. So interestingly, okay, now I'm wondering when, as soon as I saw Wadaj's team, I was like, I recognize that team from somewhere, right? Yeah. Um, or you recognize PJCS that? qualifier Kakuzatoho ran the exact same team, but instead of Lantern, he had, sorry, instead of Dugong, he had Azumu. Really? Um, and it was the exact same team in terms of like, you know, obviously DD, non-Shadow Swamper, and Shadow Dragonite. Um, and he he ran it, he ran it in PJCS and Worlds. Um, ah. And I'm wondering, uh, not, f- I'm not saying from him directly, but I'm wondering how much uh, influence there was behind Wadaj's choices um, from his experience at Worlds. Because... Mm-hmm. That was where he was playing against, um, you know, players who were using Deoxys, who yeah. were using, you know, Shadow Dragonite. When you know previously we've never really seen them in our meta, so right. Um, I thought those were really interesting picks, and he made them look insane. Yeah, I mean, we talk about how Gligar is like the meta now, but there's only mm-hmm. one Gligar in top three. Yeah, you know, yeah. there were four flyers there: a Mantine, a Charizard, and Dragonite being the other three, and mm-hmm. Gligar was only. Yeah, it was the 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 top three teams. The variety was insane. Fifteen yeah. out of the eighteen were unique picks, which means that there were fifteen unique picks and only three that overlap, which is just crazy. To me. I mean, like, when's the last time we saw a meta that diverse? Yeah, right true, off the true. bat. I don't true. know. So yeah, it was uh it was wild. 
But, you know, Wadash, man's on a tear. I don't know what to say. It's like, it's, it's like, I mean, Accent's run at Worlds, don't get me wrong, really impressive. His Mm -hmm. consistency, really impressive. But the consistency of Wadash in the past couple months since, like, what, May? Yeah, it's been insane, man. It's wild, because, like, yeah, Axon's made Top Gun so many things, but Wadash has been averaging <laughs> third place or higher, and most of the time, higher. So well, not wild, most of the time, yeah. every time higher, except for that one third-place finish. Yeah. First at Hartford, NAIC, third at Worlds, first at Sylph Worlds, crazy, right? That's yeah. nuts. That's the biggest grassroots tournament, right, ever. Yeah, and then you got and you got first in Pittsburgh, like that is it's actually insane. Yeah, and he didn't drop a single set. He almost yeah. did. He came back. I thought he was about to lose that third game against Lyle. Like what, there was that the time in the in the winners finals. The winners finals. Okay. Yeah, yeah before yeah. when he had a reverse sweep. Yeah. Because he yeah. brought in like a DD into his lick dump for some reason. I actually don't know why. Maybe yeah. Trying to catch a move, oh, but like it was just it, about like. Yeah, but it ended up getting yeah. Lyle more energy at lick dump. I'm like, I'm thinking like, oh well, now you debuff the dragon. Now you're it's over, over, right? Mm. And he made a clutch Dragon Claw Bates to land a superpower that knocked out the Lickitung. And then, yeah, it was something else. Yeah. Something oh, else. I don't know. I don't know what to say. But, um, but yeah, congrats to Adodge, who is our first qualifier for World Championships after mm-hmm. Axon. The first one to qualify through a tournament uh, with that now auto-qualification. Well, it's still auto-qualification for first place, but... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now it's oh, that's the only spot, mm-hmm. and n- no cascading invites. And he said in that post interview, <laughs> "I'm going to collect as much championship points as possible in the world, yeah. right? I'm going to all these <laughs> tournaments." So, you know, talk about gatekeeper at his finest. <laughs> but hey, I personally think that's awesome because you you up the competition at these tournaments, mm-hmm. and you need to earn your invite there's no freebie yeah. cascading invites yeah, right yeah, yeah. last season i think it's a little different story because that's the only way you could get it but now you have championship mm-hmm. points so it's not a big deal like yeah. for people that are like oh you're qualified they shouldn't they should give other people a chance why are you going i'm like no like they're saving you the the money and expenses to not go to the world championships if you can't beat them at a regional if you can't like it's true like, yeah. no hate because you because some people can't win world championships without winning regional like nancy rob he didn't win a regional or anything but he still won last year he got third place at euic yeah but, like, it is way harder to win Worlds or do top cut at Worlds or whatever than it is at a local tournament, a local regional, right? Yeah. Like, it's just, like, the competition is through the roof. Some people, they might just want to qualify Worlds just to qualify. For me, personally, I don't understand that mindset a ton. But... Maybe I get where they're coming from. Like they could say, like, "Hey, add it to a resume." Like I qualify for worlds. Yeah, like, I guess flex. Like it's almost like, oh, like I got GBL post this season, right? Yeah, I, yeah, I personally yeah. never use a post, so like for me, like that's not much of a flex in my opinion. But um, I get it. I mean, it's not easy hitting legend and stuff. But mm-hmm. it's like you qualify for world championships, then what? Just to get yeah. smacked around, right? Like I mean, it, I'm not saying like everyone that does qualify that will happen, but if you know, like, oh, I just farmed a bunch of easy locals and barely made it there right like it's going to be a hard time anyone could really okay you know when people say anyone could win worlds i actually disagree with that sentiment no it's it's not like if you look at the consistency consistency of these top players it's not a coincidence that would dodge won these tournaments or axon yeah, or sure. whatever right like it's not it's not luck 
It's not like a chance of a deep buff. It's not calling just the leads. I mean, calling leads is a skill in itself, right? It's not RPS. Like, how do you RPS your way to this, right? There's no yeah, way. It's true. It's, it's true. There's actually a clear skill difference between some of these players. And if you don't recognize that, you are not good enough. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I if think you don't that, recognize that's... how much ahead some of these players are than you, mm-hmm. or maybe you're one of these players, you don't recognize the skill difference. Like, it's just like, I hate to say it, but you're just straight up delusional, right? Or yeah, I was just yeah. delusional. Delusional is a little offensive. No, I would but say like, obviously, if you don't recognize truth, it, right? Yeah. yeah. If you don't recognize it, then you're obviously, you're just not at that level yet. Do you know what I mean? You're not you know? at the level. You know? Yeah. Because this is like, if you, you think said, you have a chance, chance, yeah, it's not, I mean, theoretically, it's not luck. It's, it's, it's not luck. Like, yeah. You know? It's not luck. Theoretically, yeah. you can say, you know, it's a bit like poker. You really have a chance. Yeah. Poker is supposed to be like, you know, it feels like it's supposed to be a lucky game, right? Yeah. yeah. How are people winning, winning millions? If it's based <laughs> on, do you know what I mean? In it, there's obviously yeah. elements of skill involved, isn't it? Yeah. Hundred percent. You know, I can't recognize a skill personally, but it's just yeah, same. I'm obviously not good enough, you know. Um, and I think it's the same with this, you know. Like, mm-hmm. it's no coincidence that someone so. goes and wins, you know, three events back to back. Like, yeah, it's, there's it's it's, no it's not. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, if you're offended, I'm sorry, but then you need to get good, bruv. Yeah, get good. If you're offended, you need to get good. But yeah, you know what? Like, also, yeah, if you're offended, yeah. You need to do some self-reflection. <laughs> you need to do so, yeah. Or prove, prove me wrong, right? Go to a tournament with Dodge and Axon and people like Lion Hot Packer in or whatever, right? See what we can do. Let's yeah. throw on Scaffold, our best European as well, right? Go to these yeah, tournaments yeah, and see what you can do, forget. right? Let's not forget. Right. Um, I mean, the only person that really shocked, like, it's like shot, did crazy shockingly well mm-hmm. that, like, you don't see coming is someone like Elche. Yeah. Like, his tournament, yeah. his tournament history makes no sense, like, how he yeah. did so well. It's actually kind of crazy. So, the only thing I could think of is this guy is just way better than his tournament results because he only has two data points before. Yeah. If he went yeah. to eight tournaments, was going like two and two in these tournaments, and then went like second place once. Do you know what? Someone mentioned something at Worlds that Mm -hmm. I thought was super interesting. And this is not like a discredit to him. I think this is actually even um, more a testament to uh, how he thrived in the tournament environment, right? So they were basically saying that him having five Pokemon, he already knew he was on the back foot going into every single game. And so as a result, he was making riskier plays, yeah, or making like you know, putting a bit more confidence into the plays that he was making because he knew that, you know, he, yeah, he was already at a disadvantage. Yeah. He, yeah. he has to, he has to he do thought he was out already. Exactly. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And honestly, I think, I think that's a huge thing because you're on the biggest stage in the world. Yeah. If you're second guessing yourself slightly, your opponent is going to take advantage and that's it. You know? Yeah. And he yeah. just went in, didn't question himself at all, you know? And even when like making... when you were saying, like he said immediately when he was given the option to either use five Pokemon or take it, he, he made the decision immediately. Bro, right. I, I'd be sitting there thinking for about five, 10 minutes. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, like, how do you, how That's do why you, you're like, not, you're not the, there. Yeah, so, oh, yeah. yeah, there you go. <laughs> you know? um, but yeah, I think being able to make that decision immediately, you obviously, you know, you like that conviction. Yeah. Uh, I... yeah. He definitely played like someone that had nothing to lose because mm. he even wrote in his Twitter post thread that, like, in part of it, I didn't include this in my YouTube video, but he 
was like kind of losing motivation in the game. You know, right. he didn't do much prep, like he was feeling and that's and that's partially he admits why he made that mistake on when registration mm-hmm. registering his team. He was was a little bit careless, right? He wasn't as focused on the game and etc. But the moment it started, he just he was like, All right, you know what? I'm here. I have five Pokemon, let's just see what happens, right? Yeah. And like the the plays he made were just so inc- like the, the catch on the blast burn from the inadequance game, yeah. like he doesn't catch on the blast burn <laughs> so energy, right? Bad. He catches on, on the, the psychic energy. Yeah. But 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 what if uh, what if inadequance just decided to throw one before the psychic, right? Yeah. Or what if he threw right on the blast burn, right? Like it's just like, but like the 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 just to think that far ahead and make that play, like you don't need to, right? Yeah. Wild. Wild. Yeah, Again, like the, yeah. the conviction to his decisions being like, no, uh-huh. I know he's throwing that CMP and just yeah, mad. Yep. But again, and then he faced off against Wadage, and you can see like there's just nothing he could do. Like mm-hmm. he, like Wadage, like like we didn't include any of his plays from day one in the highlights for day two. Like going into the, the yeah. do we should have like a highlight section in the beginning of the show yeah. for day two. We didn't include any because I remember I was thinking about it, I was like, he didn't do anything crazy because he just beat him so hard. Like, he didn't have to make a crazy catch. He didn't do anything wild to win the games. He was so far ahead in all his games that, like, there's nothing he had to do. He just had to just play a good game, right? It's just yeah. like his his decision-making throughout the series is so good. You don't have to. Like, that's why, like, I think the catchers and stuff are really cool. Mm-hmm. Like, I made a really cool catch on Fresno and stuff. I'm, like, my one HP knocked out. But, like... Looking back on it, I wish I didn't have to, right? I only did yeah. that because I dug myself a hole into a situation where I mm-hmm. had to do that, right? Like, I, I misplayed some of the mid-game to the point where I need to make a crazy catch to come back. Right. If you play a better game, you don't need to do that in a lot of situations. Yeah, it's true, right? it's true. Yeah. So, um, that's dominance right there, you know? That's where dominance, you, Where yeah. your game is boring enough because you're just... Yeah, you know, you're just <laughs> you're so just far dominant. ahead. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like it's yeah. like if you're playing basketball and someone's so good, they don't need to make a crazy like rebound shot or whatever <laughs> or like you know like three sixty no look shot to like to win, right? They're just ahead yeah. so much. Anyway, yeah. well, well done uh, with Dodge. Um, yeah, honestly, really excited to see uh, more of this season because yeah, yep. there's uh, a lot more coming up. Yeah, exactly. Um, and but this weekend, Barcelona. Mm-hmm. Barcelona as well. So. Barcelona coming up. Uh, what do you, What do you think is going to happen, Barcelona? You think You think the meta is going to like stabilize? Because uh, right now it's the things. first one, so it could be a bunch of like wild cards, right? Yeah. So I think two things. So one, um, I was also wondering how much the variation of Pittsburgh was due to it being the first first region, right? Um, the first regional, and in addition, I don't know uh, to what extent this second point, but like, um, you know, there's no sylph because there's no sylph, like, you can't really see the results of any practice tournaments. You know, maybe there weren't as many practice tournaments going mm-hmm. on, so people were really most likely practicing within their closed circles. So, um, you know, a lot of the information isn't as readily available. So, I'm wondering how much the diversity was due to that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a possibility that it could be slightly less diverse because now people have a particular meta to base it on. Mm-hmm. But then we also have to consider the fact that this is now Europe. 
And there was always a difference in meta between, um, you know, NA in Europe. So I'm just really interesting to, interested to see what direction they take it from these two factors. One, it being Europe, and one, them already having something to, like, base the meta on. So yeah, um, I think it will still be open, but I think we'll probably see something... Um, I think we'll probably see something we didn't see in Pittsburgh do well in Barcelona. Okay. Yeah, I'm excited to see. I'm excited to see how that plays out for sure. Um, and for European players too, now a part of the official broadcast as well, yeah. which is really yeah. cool. That's so TBCI yeah. is spending the resources to make this official, official like stuff. So it'll be hosted on uh, Pokemon Go's Twitch channel instead of on the rockers what more do they get aside from that obviously that's nice but as in like do they get anything else um they probably just get i i don't know the specifics right because i'm not like a part of that area but my guess is they just get more additional support for production and because like you know like you still get the same prize pool as before yeah it's not like you get more money but um having greater like resources for production stuff um and just having a spotlight on the official pokemon go channel is nice yeah. The downside, I mean, some people might not think it's downside, but I think some people will, uh, is that you're hosting the Pokemon Go channel, so the moderation is going to be different. You can't be just going <laughs> off and like doing stuff, yeah. right? Um, uh, another though. thing to talk uh, to note is that there's certain things you just can't say on official broadcasts so you could say on right, unofficial yeah, ones, right? Yeah. Uh, we're not going to go dive into IVs and stuff on official ones because yeah. IVs are not something that the Pokemon company really wants discussed. Right, it's something that's mm-hmm. known, but it's not like that's why we say like, oh, if this trainer attack trained attack more, or something like that. We're not gonna talk mm-hmm. about like, oh, this thing must have like a 15, 14, 14 stat or something like that, or like blah blah blah. Like if you had this, you're gonna have a break point. Like it's just like we're not able to do all that stuff, yeah. right? So there's probably a little bit you have to be a little bit more formal, I guess is probably the best right. word for that. You can't you you're not supposed to make abbreviations, right? You're not saying like G Fisk or A nine or whatever. Right, you you have to say Galarian Stunfist, right? Alone Nine Tails. Pokemon are all plural. You can't say, "Oh, this guy." Uh, we have a lot of Reggie Seals this tournament. There's all Pokemon Wait, ready pluralized. To... You just had Reggie Seal. Oh, you never, okay. you never add yeah, uh, pluralization fair. to Pokemon. Yeah. You don't say there's a bunch of Pikachu's. It's just Pikachu. <laughs> yeah. 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 Fair enough, fair yeah. Enough. So like, oh, in this tournament, lanterns look really strong. You would just say lantern, right? Small things, right? People don't really notice. Uh, a lot of this uh, from audience level, but um, from a from a brand, it's it's to keep the Pokemon brand consistent, which right, is important yeah, because yeah. it's a very big company and they want consistency, which I don't blame them for. So those are those are the things you might see small. I mean, for the most part, I think no one's going to really notice a lot of things, mm-hmm. a lot of differences. But yeah, and the cast for that, I think, is what Amanda, uh, Lumberger, Inadequance, Lou. Leonard and, and Lou, yeah. So yeah. I, I think that's a really good. Is um, it Leonard? Is that how you, I, I would call Leonard or? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Leonard. Yeah. Leonard. Oh, okay. oh. <laughs> uh, unless you've never read that name before, I'm pretty sure it's Leonard. Why? Well, do do Leonard like, not exist in the US? No, no, they do. But yeah, I, yeah. I just wasn't sure, like, oh, if right, it's pronounced okay, differently, yeah. right? Like, it's. Oh right, yeah, yeah. I'm, like, I'm pretty sure it's Leonard, isn't it? Uh, but now, now you got me questioning that as well. But. Well, yeah, I thought it was gonna be Leonardo. Or whatever. I mean, because there's Leonards as well, right? And like, are there? Are there though? Are there? I don't know. Well, what? Don't know. Why I'm do people call are called Leo? Like, as like short. Leonardo. Like so, like I guess that's. Oh, oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. So there's there's 
Leonardo and Leonard, but there's no Leonard. Yeah, yeah. I, I doubt there's I Leonardo. don't know, Anna Carr. I feel like that. Like, there's no I, I, way. I, I there's there's got to be people in the world. Come it's on. Like, Leonard sounds like you're saying it wrong. I mean, you know what? I, I shouldn't say this because maybe he is Leonard, right? But, he's also... Is he German? He's German, right? Yeah, German. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe the German pronunciation is different. I mean, I'll tune into the broadcast this weekend yeah, to see. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I've, I I've watched him that. commentate in the past, but I, didn't, I really didn't yeah, like keep track of that. Uh, but then we have Lou as well, who yeah. typically does VGC, but she's a great commentator. My f- honestly, my favorite so- commentator, like maybe uh, ever after you, after honestly, I don't want no sugar nah, nah, nah. right? Like, uh, I want to be like, I want to be honest, yeah, right? I, okay. I'm not saying what, I'm okay. One of my favorite commentators, and I'm, I'm not going to rank commentators, yeah. Well, you better now. <laughs> no she's definitely one of my favorite commentators because cons- you know she doesn't have as much uh experience in the game as um you know a lot of the other commentators but yeah. you wouldn't know you wouldn't we know don't. she's like she just does she's a professional you know, the whole thing flawlessly you know yeah um she's uh, uh for those that don't know she's been a vgc commentator for years like mm-hmm. i've seen old broadcasts from her yeah. like 2018 or whatever i'm like it like the quality of the stream looks lower, so you know it's been a while. Yeah, but yeah. she, uh, I don't know since when, but she's been commentating like every VGC Worlds for like in in recent history. Yeah. Um, a fan, yeah, amazing commentator, um, and really cool person. So I met her uh, a few times at some of these, but she goes like, like you know, every European International and mm-hmm. Worlds and some of these big tournaments and stuff. I think she was at, I can't remember if she was at OCIC or not. She might have been, but. Um, Maybe obviously for BGC, BGC not for not yeah not for yeah, go yeah. Yeah. yeah but uh, it's cool to see that she's you know doing this so, and and that's mm-hmm. how i felt when i started working with gabby as well is like you could tell she's a professional she's been doing it for years and even if she's not as familiar with go mechanics and stuff right and obviously she is a lot more now than she was when she started mm-hmm. you could feel immediately you could feel the professionalism and like this is something that people can't appreciate as much as a viewer but when you're a colleague of theirs and you're working with them the handoffs are just seamless. Like you could, right. like when you, like I, I feel like I've never casted with Lou before. I feel confident if I were set up to cast with her at a tournament, it'd be fine. It'd be easy. Yeah. Right. And that's, and, and it's not, it's not because of me. I mean, maybe partly because of me, but it's mostly because of her. Cause she knows how to build that chemistry and like make it easy for her co-casters. Mm-hmm. And you saw that actually at the first, one of the first regional broadcasts last year at Warsaw. Yeah. Where she worked with yeah, Amandina yeah. and Bubelli. Yeah. And obviously it was like, I don't know if it was their first. I think it was their first broadcast too. It was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. but, but, so they were obviously very nervous as well, and mm-hmm. you know they didn't know what to do, and they ran only with three people, mm-hmm. and Lou was definitely helping, you know, make the process easy for them as much as possible. Like you could tell, right? So it was, uh, yeah, I'm excited to see her yeah. uh, in action along with the other commentators. I'm too. also a fan of Inadequence's casting because personally, I feel like he has a very, like free and uh open demeanor right mm-hmm. but i'm wondering how this will translate <laughs> because yeah. <laughs> uh, that was one thing i was worried about i was like oh that, but all, all the stuff that you're not allowed to do in the world in the official broadcast well, is kind of his appeal you know um what is or at least doing for me that, it's his appeal, what, yeah. what do you think he's doing that can't be done in the official broadcast besides like, uh, i mean I, I don't i don't know if it's necessarily one thing right but it's like you know uh, Okay, uh, to be real, yeah, like, I don't, 
I don't think I would ever be picked for an official broadcast, right? Yeah, because yeah, I would not be able to talk like this on an. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it just wouldn't happen. You right? could to a degree, I feel like. I don't to know. a degree, but I'd have to. There'd have to be a lot of like, you know, training for certain things. Yeah, I can't slip up on words. Yeah, I can't be like bomb. Do you know what I mean? In it, yeah. You there's could, like. It- Okay, it's it's okay because I slip up on words still right on the official yeah. podcast. No, 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 but I didn't like slip up on like you know uh, exclamations, yeah, for example, right? You know, well, you you and like like cuss or something in the middle. Yeah, of yeah, or just like you know what I mean, isn't it? Yeah, like certain. I feel like certain oh, exclamations really? may not be as you know well received on a, an official. I'm surprised you're saying this because for me, I I wouldn't expect that from you. Oh, but, maybe I just don't do it here. Then I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, you don't do it on the podcast. So you're not like cussing yeah, out. Yeah, like, so if you can't do it, if you if you could be fine on a couple hours of a podcast, I feel like you're fine on hours on the stream. Right? Yeah, but imagine, bro. Imagine when you're watching all the action go down. Yeah, yeah. Well, like Andrew catches catch a thunderbolt, right? Be like, now I want to see it. Yeah, <laughs> go on Must one official broadcast. Like, even... oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, just don't know if it run. And again, yeah, not saying obviously inadequates don't do any of that. Yeah, but as in like you know his his mannerisms and stuff are like you know very free um where you know he probably can do the you know more formal style but i feel like that detracts from his personality you know Mm. maybe maybe he translates it maybe he ends up translating it this weekend in a way that really uh brings out his personality at the same time um but it does seem like a a, i want to say a bit of a difficult thing to do i guess butters does it quite well right you know yeah, I'm, there, you know, I don't want to say you do it quite well, yeah. And the reason being is because I think you're way more like you're way more free on much. podcast, yeah, as opposed to like you know, you know. I don't want to is... well. So I think context is important, right? And right. I don't want to seem like I'm just like a bully, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think like, but people know that if you listen to podcasts, yeah, yeah, I'm not, yeah. or maybe yeah, they yeah. they do and they just hate listen. I don't know, yeah, yeah. but like that doesn't so come cool. across as because like the inside jokes and whatever are. Mm are not translated well on, right yeah yeah because yeah. you have so many more people just watching without any yeah. context yeah yeah but yeah. no no even and like even no, less no so hate that, on like just... like feeb or like wholesome but yeah. i remember they don't do this much as much anymore but they used to do all these like little twitch references when they commentate oh, yeah and yeah, like yeah. i think it's great for their fans but for people yeah. that are just tuning in they're not going to know what the heck they're talking about right that's like when true, they commentate together they yeah. used to do all these like twitch references and memes I'm like yeah. these memes, like people, like they they subtly do it. They don't do like super like big, but they'll like reference like copy pastas and stuff in yeah. their commentary. But like if you're listening, you're just like, what are they talking about? <laughs> right? Like you have to try to like. In my opinion, I mean, you know, this is my style. Maybe maybe they don't care. Or this is they think it's better. Maybe it is better. I don't know. But like I try to make it more generalized for the general mm-hmm. audience to understand because. Especially for bigger events, right? Like at yeah. Worlds, dude, how many people at Worlds, like half of them are there for the Poke codes, right? Yeah. But like, <laughs> but like, they're not going to understand what the heck you're talking about, right? Yeah. Some like Vaporeon references, like they're not going to know what the heck you're saying, right? So, um, so yeah, that's why I had to restrain. Yeah. It's not about restraining myself, I'm just sense, trying to make it. it it's yeah. just a part of the job, right? Yeah. yeah, part of the job. Yeah. Butters is just kind of butters because that's kind of how he is. Yeah. I think he's yeah, a little yeah. more, I think he is a little more relaxed on his own streams a bit, uh-huh. but. He definitely tries to bring the energy for the streams, which which yeah. I do appreciate. But also, I think he's his like on stream persona is like this really excited fan of the, <laughs> and that's literally what he is. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So it's like very authentic. Yeah. I mean, he, he, yeah, it, it is, it is, and it isn't right because I think he does play it up a little bit, but he's not like 
hates the me- like hates the meta but pretends to sell it mm. right um he no, just like yeah. leans into it more because mm. after productions me and him are chatting we're just chill right he's not like screaming up and down like while we're like in the uber and like in the lobby of our hotel or getting dinner right like he's like you know mm. we'll still have our banter and stuff but it's like it's a lot more i think what people don't realize is what you see on camera is not what people are like mm-hmm. for pretty much anyone right um it just depends on how much it varies. So I am curious. Now that you say that, I'm definitely going to kind of tune into inadequacy broadcast or commentary a little bit more and see what that's like. Oh, before we go too far into Barcelona too and the mm. rest of the stuff, we had a prediction last week on how many carping was going to be at uh, Top Oh, yeah, bro. And uh, Axel said one. You said two. I said three. I honestly didn't think it was going to be three. I think I, I wanted to say two, but I just wanted to be a little different. And yeah. it was a straight up a zero. zero <laughs> bro. Not even in the top three. 12 Pokemon of uh, Pittsburgh. I saw one carping on stream that I commentated, but I don't think the guy even brought it. Yeah. Um, they also had a Shadow Vic, so Shadow yeah. Victory Bell. So. Well, you know, I also think, like, if you look at the top 12, like, none of this is really good for Carbink, you know? Metacham, like, obviously Carbink can, can win, but it's Car- not like... You could beat it. it. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's not like a... It's not like a hard win, right? So it's like, you know, I'd say a neutral matchup with the Medicham where you've got play on both sides. Reggie Steel, you though. just straight up lose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But do you know what I mean? You know, you're not like yeah. you know, hard losing to it. Lickitung, uh, again, you have play. Lantern, Lantern you have play. If it's not Water Gun. play. Gligar, Azumarill, Erlen Sandslash, Swampert. Azumarill, you lose. Umbreon, you obviously lose. Uh, well, no, Azumarill, I guess, if you have a Hydro Pump, you have play. Um, yeah. Oh, you're, sorry, you're talking about from their perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, it's kind of neutral with the zoom roll if they don't have hydro pump. Yeah. Yeah. Venusaur, you just get hard walled. Yeah. Oh, so there's like you in this top twelve, there's what two or three Pokemon that you really are like super happy to see, and that's it. Wait, you let's know? let's look at the top three as a comparison. How about that? What for top, the top three, three performers? Yeah. So, uh, for for Wadash's team, mm-hmm. you beat the Dragonite. Dugon's kind of weird, depending on if you're running Rock Throw or, or Tackle. Right. Deoxys Defense, you might win. I feel like you probably no do win. Yeah, you do but like again, no it's probably... It might be on a similar sort of, like, neutral level Medicham, to Medicham. Yeah. yeah. Swamper, you lose. Red Steel, you lose. Lickitung, you're kind of neutral. Yeah, so maybe... Yeah, maybe it is kind of hard to run. I don't know. Hot Pocket, Superior is probably a good matchup. Superior, the two Flyers yeah. are obviously bad. Diggersby is probably really good. Really bad. Lantern and you you hard lose two, you hard win two, and yeah. then the other two are neutral. So it's like a gamble, right? Yeah. Uh but like everyone's safe swapping, you know, Umbreon. <laughs> yeah. You gotta I mean or Lyle was, so Yeah, yeah. But then you, you I know think what it I mean, is it? it's like you've got six Pokemon and if your opponent has, you know, Two hard checks for carving. Are you really going to be picking that over one of this your? This is Bastion fights, all over again. Yeah, it's well, like a yeah, softer Bastion. You have some. Yeah. I, I will say, mm-hmm. I think it's easier to run that Bastion because yeah, Bastion has like, no so. play in the match. Yeah, yeah. But it also doesn't hard win as much as Bastion does. Mm-hmm. But I think I'm going to try it in Sacramento. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you do that, bro. <laughs> you laugh now. You do. You that, laugh bro. now. Hey. You know what's harder than qualifying for Worlds? 
qualifying uh, for Worlds with a Bastion or a Carbink. I'm just saying. People people hate on how it's like no skill and stuff. You want to try it, right? You want to see if you have the skill to run it and qualify for Worlds with it because yeah, people are too scared, right? They, they, they hate on it, but they're not willing to take it, yeah. take the deep dive themselves. That is true. That is true. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Anyway, uh, let's get into this uh, events for this this remainder of this week because we're in ultra unlock right now mm-hmm. ultra unlock part two mm-hmm. and we have some other debut of pokemon we have nimble yep. uh low kicks palmy palmo palmots obviously the evolution line of that one uh fighting electric if i'm not mistaken bombardier could be shiny in raids i think bombardier's just in raids yeah. bombardier's like kind of like maybe like an arguably better mana buzz because that's so yeah i i didn't think of anything i didn't think anything of it at first but i think mm-hmm. it was though who like pointed it out um yeah shiny hunter with, was the one yeah that pointed me towards wing attack it. fly payback so a really yeah nice and interesting moveset is yeah, it the same typing really as good move same typing same typing it has exactly. more attack though and it has uh less defense and stamina right. so it's a lot less bulky yeah, yeah. but in the head-to-head you win the ones if they're running air uh, air slash, mm-hmm. uh, air, sorry, if they're running air slash mana buzz, you win the ones with Bombardier, but you lose the zeros and twos. If they're running Snarl, you win the one and the two. Okay, against mana buzz, pretty nice. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just flying wing tech are just way better moves than air slash and air yeah, race or yeah, snarl. Sure. Air race. I guess the so, trade off there is the bulk, so I wonder how that will translate into yeah i so so this is what i was curious about too right looking at this event uh and then we got uh frigibax uh arctibax and uh bax caliber yeah uh that's steel dragon right if i'm not mistaken no no ice dragon ice dragon okay yeah. so worst typing um they did not nerf uh bax caliber the like nine percent or something like that so i don't oh, know okay. if it's as good in master league but um Arctabax is quite interesting. Yeah. Great league. It's ranked 58, Dragon Breath, Avalanche, Dragon Claw. You could technically run it in Barcelona because it'll yeah, be enough yeah, time yeah, since yeah. the release. Um and yeah, I mean with the Dragon Ice type, you beat Venusaur really, really hard. Mm-hmm. You beat I think the in the current OGL meta, I feel like the ice type is gonna hold it back. Yeah, you lose Medjam and Registeel. Yeah. Like it's just it's just tough. Uh, but you have some interesting hard wins like you beat lantern swamper mm-hmm. venusaur yeah, sableye like it's it's interesting for sure you don't does yeah. this need to be xl no it's not okay it's good no yeah so um but so that so yeah looking at the rankings for these new paldean pokemon uh oink alone the female version is mm-hmm. ranked 106 uh which is the second one what is why is the female version of oink alone ranked higher i saw that in ultra league they've well. got like different stats the oh, male version and okay. the female version so the female yeah, version is bulkier yeah um i think that's quite interesting because it's almost like a it seems like a bit of a better munchlax just because it's got what's the second move again so is the problem like, is it's fast moves tackle but it's got body sim and dig yeah i think the tackle well sometimes like obviously again probably not like strictly ogl um but for themed cups you know, mm. sometimes it would be the play to run tackle or munchlax. So, yeah, um, in those sorts of situations, too. maybe on clone is a is the wave. Yeah, potentially, potentially. I think it's a nice addition. There's so many good, just like pure 
normal types, right? Like like a ton yeah. of stuff. So, uh, Bombergian only comes in at one sixty, and it kind of goes down from there. Like Baxcalber is one sixty seven. Uh, same moveset as Archivax, so you might as well just run Archivax instead. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then the rest of it, like Skeletors, like two hundred six, Quackable mm-hmm. two thirty, like Mouseguard. I've heard some people um, discussing Skeledurge for Ultra League. And as the resident um, Ultra League expert, (laughs) what's your opinion? I'll I'll give you the breakdown. So Skeletor's is 125 uh, in Ultra League. It's not too bad. I've seen some people use it, but I don't think it's that good. Like, I I think it's okay. Um, But yeah, I think there's just better options. Hmm. It does have interesting typing, though. Was it Fire and Ghost? So like a Chandelure. It's got Incinerate, Shadow Ball, and Disarming Voice. Really decent coverage, I will say. Yeah. But Incinerate is just so easy to play with, play around if you're if you know how to optimize your charging timing. So against good players, it's really hard. Bombardier does move up quite a bit into 88 uh, for Ultra League. So that's not too. I mean, it's not great, but it's not too bad. It is an XL though at Ultra League. Uh, rank one is a 0, 15, 14 at 46.5. Right. Um, so there's that. Yeah. yeah. But do you know one 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 that I'm like kind of curious about? And again, I don't know if this is necessarily going to do anything. Maybe mm. it does need to wait until it's uh, community. But Quaquavel, yeah, yeah. Quackable. So water fighting, but with wing attack and relatively cheap charge moves. Basically, obviously, it's like super glossy, right? But mm-hmm. I'm wondering if it can play a similar role to Charizard. Not not the same role as Charizard, but in terms of like, you know, being a really hard hitting attacker, which you just save a couple shields from, mm. you know, getting a good farm down. Like wing attack is, you know, perfect for getting those farm downs. Um, close combat probably hits like a truck from it. Um, and then it's got, I think it's got liquidation for now. Uh, yeah, it's got liquidation for now or area waste. Um, but obviously eventually it will get, hydro cannon as well so the wing attack i think is that's super nice. interesting yeah yeah particularly the wing attack wing is super attack, nice yeah. uh i mean because um yeah it's not flying that which is wild because it's a bird yeah like you're gonna win like probably the head-to-head against polyrath if you had like a slightly better move set right yeah um yeah actually let me i'm just checking right now if you were to run against no you lose against polyrath right now because oh right oh wait why they're running scald ice punch and you still lose that's pretty bad <laughs> <laughs> you have no, no you have no like neutral moves you're no. not getting hit by a single neutral move you're still losing Mad. uh yeah, maybe, but maybe the typing is interesting yeah. yeah yeah masquerade i'm not a huge fan of i mean i love cats but like yeah. dark dark grass like it's just a shift tree and shift tree's not been there for a while <laughs> yeah so. true true so we'll yeah. see um uh, but yeah nothing super amazing i think uh uh, what do you call it? Backscalber, Arctobax, whatever those mm-hmm. those like evolution lines can be pretty good. Uh, let's see, just Master League real quick. Uh, I don't think Backscalber is all the way up to number twenty on Master. League. Oh, that's decent considering. That's pretty good. Like the nerf, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what CP does it hit? Four thousand. That's pretty high up there mm. for a hundo. Four thousand thirteen. That's nice. Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, Lucid Dialga, Metagross, Zacian, Dragonite, Lugia, like everything meta. <laughs> but you beat Garchomp, you beat yeah. Giratina Origin, you beat Excadrill. Uh, I guess it's Excadrill, another... How does it How does it fare Origin. compared to uh, Curum? Because obviously they have the same typing. They also both have oh, Dragon Claw and Dragon yeah, Breath. That's the part. Curum's number eight. But Curum has Icy Wind. You have so maybe it's just... You're probably better Which is better. Curum. 
Yeah, yeah you have Glacier. Oh, Glacier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. maybe you're just. So Kyrm's at number eight. Kyrm. So like, it's yeah, Crack Chopper's yeah. good, but like, it's. Not, I mean, you can run like ABV Ice Dragon, yeah, but. Bay out what, right? Why? Yeah. 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 Freaking Zygarde still number <laughs> one. That thing is disgusting. Especially hey, so the Luke nerf. Um, yeah, so that's that. Uh, but anyway, so for anyone that's relevant, I, uh, for anyone that's looking for relevancy, I think just definitely get the Frigibacks if you can, right? All those stuff's like not like, too crazy. They're super rare. They're super rare. Yeah, I haven't seen one at all. Yeah. But yeah, super rare. Uh, Bombardier uh, is pretty nice. I think Bombardier's only in raids. raids I think, yeah. yeah, a little unfortunate because it's hard to get the IVs you want. But again, it's not super relevant, so maybe you don't really need it. Because um, it's a little bit on the frail side, but down the road might be worth doing. Um, but yeah, so that's that's that. But the most important part, like we said earlier, is they're continuing the four times catch XP and exactly. four times Stardust. Uh, Big. And then yeah, and then a lot of golden golden lure, uh, like golden golden Pokestops without the golden lure module. Yeah. So huge huge yeah. for uh for this event um i'm a big fan so anyway continue grinding that stardust by the time you hear this episode uh you only got like a day or two left depending on where you are really oh okay i thought it was me um, yeah i think it ends uh it ends local time friday okay okay that's not too bad oh yeah yeah by the time people hear this that's fine that's yeah 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 so um there's that uh, we'll skip the other stuff for now because we are running kind of long. Uh, but there's a Grubbin Community Day coming up two weeks from now, which eh, it's nothing. Volt crazy, switch, but... bit average. Yeah. Nice huh? for gr- nice for charger bug, I think. Volt switch. Yeah, I don't think it's anything crazy no, no, though. Much, yeah. Uh, let me get an E low check. Where you at right now? All right, let's. Uh... You're talking a little smack, right? I got my E low review, <laughs> which you can say what you want, but yeah. I'm not seeing anyone post a higher E low review. On Twitter yet twenty four sixty. Have you seen anything high? I I, I don't know. I don't in know. fairness, I, I, I also only got it recently, whereas some people got it last week. So yeah, obviously, yeah, yeah. the elo starting for them is lower because they the the hidden elo of people they faced were lower, yeah. right? Because the season just started. So I'm not acting like I'm some hot shot, but I I definitely been climbing with my team. I will say it's okay. been disgusting. Yeah, let me, wanna, first before, okay. well, well, let me hear your ELO first before. Well, let me hear your ELO first before. I mean, I'm happy to share it if you're like in the pits, right? So, All right, so I'm like, no big deal. You ain't going to catch up. I'm still two days away from ELO. Oh, be, my gosh. I'm still too, bro. Uh, I literally did not even play talk. while I was in Japan. Yeah, 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 yeah. For a reason, though. Yeah. I mean, okay. I was commentating this week. I was working. I barely played too. Yeah, I, I did. I did play while so I was like, in I need to get some extra like, Missed a week. Um, but you know, considering I missed a week, yeah, I'm only two days away from Elo, yeah. Okay. And bruv, when when these leagues rotate, yeah, what you, you need what to you prepare running? your Trevenant, yeah, and you need to prepare, prepare my Trevenant. Your... <laughs> yeah, 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 bruv. Uh, Master League oh, Trevenant. Well, the Stardust. Oh, the star- well, I don't have to prepare. It's the Stardust, right? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm right. So, okay, so if you lose it, I, I, if I lose, I'll stream my full data sets, right? So you can okay. see it happen. If you lose, wait, wait, wait. Hop on. I'm not the only one using Trevenant, right? Like, if you lose, you use Trevenant. Yeah, yeah you don't have to yeah, use Trevenant. Okay. Why would you yeah, use Trevenant? You can I don't use know, it if I don't you know. want yeah, to. Yeah, oh, no, no, no. No, whoever loses the Stardust best uses it. Yeah, yeah, okay. Right? Okay. So if I lose, I'll stream it. If you lose, yeah. 
you down to just hop on my stream and I'll just yeah, watch yeah, you yeah, lose yeah. what's happening? Yeah. All right, I'll, <laughs> yeah. it, yeah. I'll, tell, yeah. I'll call in all the snipers, is, right? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone in that 2100 ELO range, come sniper. Hey, <laughs> 21, yeah. Hey, this guy. Bro, bro, when bad. I get my ELO, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. 2100, yeah. Look at the disrespect. Look at the disrespect. Yeah. All right. I can't wait. You post your ELO review. I can't wait to see it, right? Because yeah, yeah, you're getting it two days <laughs> after me, which means that theoretically you have advantage, right? It, it you better just hop straight to veteran, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you're not hopping straight to veteran, I'm chilling. Um, okay. So one thing we should talk about, though, because we have a mm. bet for legend, right? The loser mm. has to eat the hot chip, right? The one chip yeah, challenge. Yeah. Did you see the news over this past weekend? No. So... <laughs> Kind of a serious topic too, but uh, someone died from eating the hot chip. Oh, swear! Yeah, it was a it was a, it was a teenager. He was like a, maybe like thirteen or fourteen or something. He was pretty young. Yeah. Right. So so he and and because of that, they actually recalled all of them off the shelves. Oh. Because they don't really? just make hot chips; they make like other yeah, like yeah, yeah. tortilla chips, whatever. So th- that's not like their only business, but that's what they're known for. This company. Uh, so. I heard this because uh, it was my teammate Monsters that tagged me in our group chat. Uh-huh. Like, hey, did you hear about this? Because I guess he listens to podcasts or knows that we do these bets. I was like, oh, shoot, what? And this was like over the weekend. So, and Speed is Chief, he was actually at Pittsburgh. He wasn't a commentator. I was going to say, he is gassed right now. <laughs> he's <Yeah, like, laughs> he's going to well, come back onto the podcast be like, yeah, I was, I was just about to eat that hot chip and then... They got recorded, so, you know? so yes, so get this, right? So they haven't done the full autopsy report yet, uh, so that might still okay. take a few days to a week or whatever. Um, but a lot of kids have been doing this one chip challenge because like mm. a TikTok trend or whatever, apparently. Right. And they don't eat just one, they eat multiple. So I go to Speedy oh. the next morning. I was like, Did you see the news about the hot chip? He's like, Yeah, dude. And he said, I was gonna call y'all on it, right? But then I looked into it, uh-huh. and he said apparently this kid ate like fourteen or so hot chips. Oh, that's why he died. Fourteen. Yeah. yeah, fourteen or seventeen or something wild. It was like over ten, right? Because, wow. because, and, and again, like I, I'm not trying to like disrespect the kid or not. Like that's that's a really tragic situation, especially for his family. And like, yeah, for sure. as kids, like I've done stupid things, right? So like yeah. I'm, I'm not saying like, oh, what a, what a dummy, like why he do this, right? It's just, but. You're definitely not supposed to eat that many, right? Yeah, and also man. the warning label is you're not kids are not supposed to eat it. It's supposed to be eighteen and above. Right. So so I don't think the company could theoretically get sued because yeah. this is like they gave all the warnings. That's just like abuse. I feel like if you ate that amount of anything, you'd probably die. Yeah, yeah. Like you you drink enough water, you can die, right? Yeah, if yeah. I gave you if I told you to eat fourteen like habanero peppers, you could go to the hospital probably, right? Yeah, and that's probably yeah. less spicy than a hot chip, but known that. Because mm. I was thinking, I was like, how is this the first time we've heard of anyone dying from eating a hot chip mm. if it's been around for years I'll, they also say like if you have any medical complications or things like that yeah, or you're pregnant yeah, whatever yeah. don't eat this chip right they have a lot of disclaimers but and and of course this is just what his friend said at school that he ate so we're still waiting for hot autopsy report and obviously like i get it if you're the family like you're like you're really upset with this company you're not going to openly say like hey if, if their kid did, did this my kid ate 14 of them like and they died like you know you know like to a degree like your child is a little bit responsible for this right i I shouldn't Mm -hmm. say a little bit like it is is responsible but um so anyway so at this point in time i checked last night too uh you can't really buy the chip like officially there might be some third party people selling it so we could probably amend it a little bit um unless it comes back on Uh, and also i don't want to pressure you to eat it if you don't want to i personally if it comes back on the market I'll still eat it. Yeah, I'm, I'm only I'm, eating one. 
Yeah, like it's, I'm it's, fine it's, with it's it. One. Yeah, we don't. Yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna commit to a fourteen or anything. Yeah. Nah, yeah, yeah. I ain't committing to fourteen regardless. Yeah. yeah. But I, I'm not gonna commit to like a a bet where I'm not prepared to lose. Do you know what I mean? Anyway, yeah, so. yeah. But I just don't want you to feel like you're pressured to, because especially given the nah, health complications for yeah, some people. Yeah, but yeah. again, I think we, if we were to do it, we'll be smart about it. We'll wear a glove when we're eating it. You should probably like drink some like Pepto Bismol heads. <laughs> I will. Line up your stomach, right? I wouldn't have done that, but now I will. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Of course, yeah, I was no, going to no. tell you this. Right? I was going to okay, tell you this regardless okay, okay. when you lose, right? So I was going to give you this heads <laughs> yeah, up. Uh, if, um, if, okay. If. So alternatively, mm. if this was not to happen, um, you want to just do like a habanero? Yeah. Yeah. I would say a habanero, but you can't eat or drink anything for three minutes straight. Okay. I don't really know the... Uh, it's not as hot. Like, I've eaten habaneros before. Yeah. I've yeah, eaten multiple in fine. one sitting. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. So, so oh, how about this? Habanero, five minutes, no, nothing. Yeah, okay. I know, five minutes <laughs> might be long. Let's just do three minutes. I don't want... I don't I, want yeah, I don't mind. No, I'll, I'll, do it, I'll do it live. Well, you say this now. You don't mind. <laughs> uh, hey, I have no intention of doing it, yeah, because I have no intention of losing. You have no intention of even uh, getting uh, your freaking ELO. <laughs> like, what are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> hey if this was two days later i'd already have it so, uh, so uh, i've been making some moves making I, when some you're moves, commenting so. on my twitter be like yo you better watch out like that's it i'm like oh what like where you at i, hey, I need to scare I feel, you yeah 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 after the first few times i'm gonna like realize that you're just bluffing right yeah, yeah i could tell it's like if we this is why you're not because it's poker right you bluffing all day until i call the bluff then all of a sudden i'm like wait yeah but bruv, shit, what happens right? when you start calling the bluff and you realize it was never a bluff in the beginning you know me, I'm going hard out of the way. I, I oh. really am curious what stardust he gains you got, right? Because I'm I'm you know I'm that's super gonna, curious as well. Yeah, that's because... gonna be the real kicker of like hey, for yeah. me to understand like what you think is impressive versus uh, do you know what do you know what yeah I, that is one I, mystery about Speedy I never figured out is how he kept winning these stardust bets. Like I'm like, what are you doing what do at some people these... do, yeah? I don't know what he's doing at community days to do he's in mississippi right like there's there's not known for a hot spot for pokemon yeah. go do you think like, maybe he's you doing like starters? ar catching and like he, uh, i mean i do it too you know i have stack research you do like, it too I don't well do sometimes I, sometimes i don't because sometimes it's like slows on my phone but yeah but he has an iphone too like if you have android ar catching is way faster apparently is um, it yeah because you just set the pokemon area whereas you can't forgo like if our iphone you just like it's goes everywhere i was gonna say yeah just as a as a, a sneak peek here okay. of my amount of steps over the last week yeah yeah i don't know if they correlate with the amount of stardust i've got yeah but oh, okay well how many steps you get it's not dropping below 15k 15k yeah, yeah, wait, yeah. Wait, wait, I can't tell like... you're flexing on me because you got 15k wait, steps? Is that not a lot? <laughs> is that 15k not a lot? kilometers what do you mean i had 44 this past past oh, week. Oh, okay. wait you're talking about every day 15k or yeah all, each day week? each day yeah oh okay yeah 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 come on bro i don't know that's why i was shot wait so what's your what's your end of the week kilometers like I'm uh does it say Oh, end of the week kilometers. Last week was yeah. 110k, which oh, is actually pretty that's, wild. I that's remember. a lot. Yeah. yeah. Right, I think a lot of that would have been like going I'm to ready. the airport. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, to a degree, but like I was at an airport too. I wasn't wanting that much. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, you always Oh, okay. I might be a troll. Wait, what's your total catches? I know you took a break from Oh, yeah, from bro. I'm like, just curious what you told Because I looked at that right at the beginning, yeah, when you were yeah. mentioning total catches, didn't it? Yeah. 179,000. <laughs> 
you must just be walking a lot you know you must just be i don't know what you're doing but i look look you walk this week check check his defense right check his defense interesting wait okay how much kilometers are you at right now 22k this week oh really yeah okay actually yeah you got I might be in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder why you're not playing GBL. You out there, catch it. Trevenant in Master League. Let's go. I want to see you make a video on it as well, yeah? Seriously, no. Trevenant Master League. No, no, it's Great League, Trevenant. What do you mean? Hey, but the next rotation is Master League no, and Psychic No, 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 no. So... The, the, the bet. Oh, does it have to be Great League? Okay, we so... specified. Yeah, listen back okay, to our okay. podcast. I didn't realize we spe- specified. Oh, I, I thought I could just spring it on you and then Master no, League. No, no, no. I got I got. Trust okay, me, I got it unlocked, okay. right? <laughs> um, that's fine. That's fine. I can make a Trevenant team. Okay. All right. All right. I mean, just Shadow Trevenant. Ball, two shots of Gligar, right? <laughs> Let's <laughs> go. Say so. All right. Uh, so for the tea this week, I know we're going a little long, so we'll talk about this only a little bit. But I, I made a post yesterday about how, and we're recording this on Monday, so, or Tuesday, so obviously this is Monday, uh, how, you know, the extra the extra spawns at the regionals has really nice, right? It's really great for accessibility. And, you know, some people liked and stuff like that. But man, I got uh, uh people people are really going in on on all the other stuff, right? They're like, oh it was like it's like oh another pay to win event or something like that. I'm like, what do you mean? Like you have to like it's not really pay to win. Like yeah, you just pay to go really to the regional, anything. right? Yeah. yeah. Like but I guess like for some people if you don't have a med champ, you have to pay to go regional. But I think that's fair. But something like if someone someone said like, hey, I guess like it's great to travel to regionals, um, but it uh, but travel to regionals isn't practical for most people. Traveling for an in person event like GoFest is not the same because you're going to uh, as as going as a spectator for a regional, right? Like the former is easier justified to go to GoFest to play, okay. whereas just a spectator, right? In case you don't have the resources to play okay, yet, so right? You go for that too. And I said like that's fair, but like assuming you're someone, let's say you're someone in the United States, right? Or North America, there's 12 regionals, right, in North America, mm-hmm. uh, can- two in Canada and the rest in the U.S. One international and one world championships all happening in this region slash country. So there's a way higher likelihood that you could probably attend a regional as a spectator much more easily than you could go, go for GoFest. Yeah. Like for me personally, I could easily drive to at least two regionals this year. One within a couple minutes from me, and the other like a few hours drive, which is yeah. obviously way more affordable and easier to get to than go fast, right? Uh, in fact, one of them, it's just I don't even have to get a hotel; I just drive down the street and come back home, right? So, was it the LA one? The LA one, yeah, that's cool. Nice, yeah. nice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it'd be crazy. It would be stupid for me to buy a hotel. What? <laughs> 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 uh, but anyway, but but you know, so so there's that. Again, also like, look, I get it, right? Some people things aren't perfect. But like, how much of a like improvement was these regional release spawns? And you still got people complaining, Bruh. right? I don't <laughs> get it, right? It's just like we do all this stuff, and, and this reminds me too. We talked about like the meta update and stuff, right? Yeah, Going to regional, yeah, and like yeah. too much meta shakeup might not be great. We got people complain about how there wasn't meta shakeup, and then we got the same people <laughs> complain about how seals got buffed too much. Like, which is it, right? Was there not enough of a buff, or was too much of a buff? Like, it's just like, like I feel like. Your little red riding hood, but like this soup is not like it's or no, not what is it? 
Maybe not red. Yeah, yeah. The I one feel where like you're, you're drinking all the, the porridge, yeah. right? Goldilocks, yeah. Goldilocks, right? Yeah. People <laughs> acting like Goldilocks out here, being like, "Oh, it's still too much of a buff. It's not enough yeah. buff, right?" I want it to be just right, but like, there's like, it's like there's you can't. It's and I kid you not. It's literally some of the same people complaining there's no yeah. buffs, and then they're talking about how it's too buffed. What do you want, right? Like, Bro, I I'll be honest, yeah. If you're making those decisions, people are going to be complaining out the wazoo of whatever you're going to be updating, and then you're gonna be like. Man, yeah, maybe maybe I am you can't too much win. of a crybaby. Yeah. yeah, you can't. Yeah, you can't. You win. can't but... win. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. Yeah, I have a very long Twitter mute list. Yeah, cause... <laughs> do you? <laughs> yeah, oh, no, I like to some... see it just so I can like make fun of you behind uh, it. For for me, some opinions are just not worth like. And and I'll give people an opportunity. Yeah, but after I see maybe like four or five like questionable your... opinions from the same person. Can you send me a DM, um, a screenshot of all your beats? Yeah, yeah, I'll send it to you. I want to see, see, yeah. see what happens. <laughs> um, like. But yeah, man, the thing is, is you know what? In anything, yeah, you can never cater to every single person because everyone always has it. So, you know, you're always going to get people uh, complaining about something. But which is, I think which also is... they're kind of missing the point where it's like, this is not supposed to fix everything. This is just... Yeah an additional bonus you know yeah it's an additional bonus you're trying to increase accessibility right yeah yeah. like what are you going to say let's just bring back the monkey spawns or like some stupid spawns (laughs) at these regionals instead because not everyone could go what like just make it eligible for people that go and again we we talked about earlier some people that play vgc and tcg that are at these events or even unite at the internationals Mm -hmm. they can open up their game and play and catch stuff so that they can compete like i remember i was walking behind someone watching the tcg finals for the international at europe last year mm-hmm. and and for at on the champ on the championship sunday on that final day it's each game is one at a time so this is yeah. by in all likelihood this is not a pokemon go player they came right. just to watch tcg finals and i walk behind them i see them gbling because they're waiting Sick. For <laughs> like right like that's just so cool to see yeah. right i i i also i recognized a lot of the go players and like i knew for a fact it wasn't someone i recognized yeah. maybe it's a family member someone that watched go but like they came just for the junior finals for tcg right the go players already left to do whatever they want to do mm-hmm. right so they weren't so maybe they do both i don't know but like the fact that like you have people like doing this it's it's a good thing and people somehow still find a way to complain about it yeah. and like you said you can't cater to everyone's needs and i think that's fine and everyone like but it's just like it's like people think that they should their needs should be catered to yeah you know? like it's okay it's... to have criticism like i even said like one of my biggest critiques is accessibility and mm-hmm. i'm glad they did this but before they did all this stuff before they had quadruple dust whoever i found the game and it's still not super accessible, but I found the game to be super inaccessible. You don't see me tweeting every single week about how inaccessible <laughs> the game is, right? You gotta yeah. live with it, right? It is a thing. You you tell people like, hey, you know, mega fighting Pokemon if you want more Meditite stuff. Mm-hmm. I try to play during these events. Like, yeah, it's hard, but like, you know, these are ways around it, right? To yeah. help build it. But it's not great. It is what it is. And now we have it, right? But like, but like, I don't know. It's just anyway. I was talking about this stuff, right? And then um, a discussion came through about traveling in general, right? I'm talking about, like, how this event, but somehow, you know, it's it's still looped with this stuff. So this is actually – that was one of the comments earlier, but this was a right. boring discussion from Evan77713. But so traveling is hard. Maybe during streams, a special incense code um, could drop that gives everyone a home access to top 12 Pokemon from the previous regional. I and like the idea. I know uh, you did because you commented on yeah, it, right? You said, yeah. hey, that's a great idea. Yeah, um, not not maybe not ex- those specific specs, specific, but like yeah. uh, a special incense code, I think is lit. 
you know, that's. Like, I think it would be cool. I yeah. think that could be really good, especially for, uh, especially for worlds, right? Because you were yeah. tuning in as yeah, well for yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this end sense may be the kind where something spawns every minute, right? Because if it, yeah. if it's getting if it's making you walk, then you you can't really yeah. watch a region yeah, at the same time unless you have you have your phone. But it's like, yeah, so yeah, it's a little it's a little counterproductive. Um, yeah, I I like I think that's a good idea. Or if you do a special research and stuff like that too. Yeah. And I said, yeah, like I I said, like look, it's not a bad idea, right? Especially for accessibility, but. I'm just guessing from 96 cent, right? Like I would support mm-hmm. it. I don't think it's a bad idea. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a good idea, but I, I said, you know, my guess is they want to strike a balance and mm-hmm. they're trying to also incentivize people to attend tournaments, even if it's just right. expected. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, because attendance, and I said, real talk, the North American tournament attendance rates are atrocious compared to the other regions. I'm disappointed. I'm not going to lie. I am too. Yeah. yeah like we, I personally like, don't mind that it's more exclusive for those willing to attend events. Cause like, yeah. like, it's like Europe sells out, right? I know Barcelona's a free events, right? So like yeah. it's it's less of a but barrier, it still but... had like a lot of demand past the one twenty eight. Do you know what I mean? There yeah. was a lot of people who wanted to go. Um so you could expect that even if it was a paid event, it would have sold out. Uh like Lil, for example. Lil so Lil, there's a lot of interest. That? It hasn't opened up yet. It's opening up tomorrow. Oh, you're um, going? I, I can't now. I'm flying back to Melbourne the day after the regional. Oh, so you're not going to be to Australia. Yeah, yeah. So Brisbane's oh. going to be my first one, yeah. Wow. Okay. Which is end of November. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, but yeah, like I expect Lil to um, definitely get over the 128 because I think they've got 256 uh, mm. thingy. So I expect it to go over the 128. And to be honest, I feel like that should be our baseline just in general, right? We have enough interested people, like even in, in NA, yeah? We should be, you know, easily hitting 128, yeah? And then maybe for some of the really good ones, we're stretching up to that, like, 250 mark. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So to see some of them that are, like, not even breaking 100, yeah, is... We didn't make I'm disappointed. The first though, tournament. Yeah. Bro, it's, like, one mean? of the few tournaments in the Northeast, too. Like, it's driving for a lot of people, right? Yeah. Um. Uh, obviously, like, I'm not trying to say, like, costs of going to these tournaments are like is not a factor right no nah, but you, but like but even but like you have to pay, it's not free to go to barcelona right yeah this yeah, i mean the thing is you were saying this, if you're right? in spain or not right yeah oh, go ahead yeah go. but okay look the the okay in terms of like european traveling yeah um it turns out i find out recently that it's like mainly cheaper from certain main cities yeah so mm-hmm. like from london for example it's like yeah. cheap. but there's some countries or some cities where you're paying basically the same amount that people are paying in the u.s yeah to go to places yeah. but people are still going you know? yeah and a lot of people from u.s like they're commenting right and i was just talking mm-hmm. about this stuff too right and and like you know everyone's saying like yeah like north america usa being so so widespread without a lot of accessibility like travel accessibility i guess right mm-hmm. he said virtually impossible for me to uh, go to i guess like portland or peoria from atlanta without a plane ticket but i think it's a dilemma for sure like i i mean it's not like people are walking or like yeah. driving, <laughs> in europe I mean, maybe they're taking a train yeah. but a lot of them are also taking planes taking right? planes also like well, yeah. why portland like if if Evan lives in Atlanta, like that's like from one corner of the country to another. There's so many on the <laughs> East Coast, right? I don't yeah, know. I literally such my, a bad example. My flight was a layover between um, it was it was at Atlanta to Pittsburgh, right? Mm-hmm. So I went from LA to Atlanta, Atlanta to Pittsburgh. If he's flying out from Atlanta, like he could have gone to Pittsburgh 
Uh, okay, I put it this way. I ran into some flight issues because my fl- right. my first leg of flight, it got delayed. So I missed my connector flight. And the earliest flight I could possibly book was the next day. I would have been missing the regional. Like, I'd be like, I right. need to get there tonight. They didn't have any for Delta. I bought a ticket a few hours before the flight on that Friday uh, from Southwest uh-huh. for 200 bucks, right? Which is, again, not super expensive. No. Uh, it's not Honestly, super cheap. It's not super that's... cheap, but buying a flight the day of hours before the flight yeah. and it's 200 bucks, like, it's it's me- it's reasonable. Uh, you yeah. Know, it's that's, reasonable. You personally, do. I think that's, I don't want to say it's nothing in it, yeah. But it's not nothing, yeah. I, I know there's a cost Yeah, but no, 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 but it's like, it's not, like you said, day before flying, yeah. Some of these it doesn't sound make as it seem like it's like the it's yeah like things are like like yeah. we're we're like it's an arm and leg to travel. It is expensive, yeah. right? And this is like to be a competitive player in the circuit. You do it is, it can be expensive, especially if you're mm-hmm. not winning much. For people like with Dodge and Axon, like they're they're at least making it even or making money yeah, off yeah, it, right? Because yeah, they win right. enough, right? <laughs> but but like yeah. for most people, that's not the case, right? And I, I understand that. And of course, you got factor in hotels, food, and all that stuff, mm-hmm. right? But at the end of the day, like it's happening in other regions. I'm not saying yeah. like there's no cost to it, but there's like you know, and the people start tagging Europeans. They're like, "What's the cost for you?" What's blah right? And they're like dropping down their like train ticket and stuff, and like, oh, yeah, man, that's like a decent amount too, right? Like it's yeah, not like, you know, it's funny because I saw someone tag I, EJ, and like he is probably the most inaccessible. When yeah. it comes to it, like he lives in the middle of nowhere, and right, yeah. so this right. guy is paying an arm and a leg, but like, he's still good. And, and that's that's I mean, yeah, and that's the truth for people in North America too, right? I mean, mm. Evans in Atlanta or flying out from Atlanta, which is much more reasonable. But like, I know for the battles was commenting, and she's flying, she's like in like NorCal, kind of rural NorCal, like oh. like the closest airport, like Sacramento. Like it's not a cheap airport to fly from. So yes, I right. get her. Her flights are more expensive, but. You're, if you're tagging people in Europe that are living in London, it's not a comparable excuse. It's like saying yeah. tagging me in LA. My flights are way cheaper because I'm right at by LAX, right? Exactly, like it's a big yeah. airport, it's a big city, it's a big hub, it's easier to travel, right? There's Obviously, so many flights going yeah, out from there. If you live well. in a rural area, if whether you're in the US or in the UK, the prices are going to change because of it, right? Yeah. But true, I get true. it. It's, it is costly, whatever, stuff like that. I'm just saying, look, I, I don't know, like, we don't, like, the attendance rate is awful for for NA, right? Yeah. And part of it, I feel like we're also spoiled. You took if you take away half of the tournaments for NA, yo, I guarantee people will find these, right? Yeah, like true, partially, true, true. I was actually impressed that NA did so well at Worlds because I'm like, our our tournaments are smaller, right? There's less people. But mm. I was also thinking about this, and I actually made this like I came to this conclusion like literally like a few minutes ago while I was talking, and I realized maybe. It's fine, right? Like we have people that are really good at battling, like Axon, Wadage, right? All these people that you see a lot at they do really well in these big international tournaments too. And maybe the reason is because our tournament participation is so small, almost everyone they face is a good player. <laughs> That's yeah. that thinks they can win it, right? You don't have a lot of there's no there's not a lot of filler, right? I shouldn't say filler. Filler is like a maybe not like the is maybe a slightly <laughs> offensive term. But you don't have a lot of like <laughs> Like players that are like not as invested in the game, but just willing to just go, just to go, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Like the people that are go are committed, and they think they can win because they're willing to yeah. spend the money and the time and to do it. Which seems like the trend for NA players. Whereas for Europe, for Latam, for some other regions, 
a lot of their player base is going to go, even if they don't think they can win at all, or they're not maybe mm-hmm. like hitting legend consistently in GBL or whatever, like doing yeah. all these grassroots tournaments. But they're going because like it's a community thing, and they want to be there, and they don't mm-hmm. have as many opportunities, whatever. It's like it's a part of it's a part of their competitive culture, mm-hmm. right? Whereas but I'd it, also say that like because I was thinking like Pittsburgh did seem pretty stacked considering yeah, there's still the like 90 something players so i'm not acting like it's not a lot yeah but for the yeah. first tournament of the year and the cap was 256 okay yeah. i'll put it this way if if the first tournament of the year was in europe cap was 256 i bet you at least 256 like it's going to sell out there's no yeah. way it wouldn't right there's no way it wouldn't and this is yeah, like the only so. tournament in the northeast in in the u.s this year you know Obviously, yeah. again, I know people have busy lives and whatever, and have, some people have to take time off work on Friday. And like, but like, that's also not a unique NA problem, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's true. It's I true. think it's a, it's a, yes, there's a cost difference sometimes, and then depending on where you live. But I think it's a, it's a mindset. It's not, it's yeah. not, it's a bigger issue. Well, so, do you know what? I think, um, like, I don't, uh, and I don't know if this is a thing, right? But like, again, Americans travel less. Just generally, right? In in terms of like life, right? Um, you know, there's some Americans who don't even have passports and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and I'm yeah, wondering if that's that passports because yeah, yeah, because you know, like you right know, next door, yeah. go around. But I also wonder if maybe that's like um, because one thing I've learned over the last few years is that there's definitely a more expensive way to travel and a cheaper way to travel. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they aren't necessarily different. Yeah, it mm-hmm. usually comes down to whether you're smart. At how you book things or whether you're just booking the first thing you see right yeah um, and i wonder if maybe europeans are just a bit more savvy on that side whereas you know some americans may be looking at travel options yeah seeing the first thing they see and being like well that's too expensive i can't do it and actually you know, maybe there are other other options but they're just not very good at that's a great you point know, you bring up them. and honestly uh shout out to arrow because i feel like looking back on how he did did all his travels last season mm-hmm. he traveled really smart so what he did right. is he paid for some like year-round pass or something, some like mm-hmm. summer pass or whatever from his airline. I forgot what airline he flies in the U.S., but he paid like upfront maybe a couple hundred bucks. Right. And ha- essentially, this how this works is he will be essentially put on standby for for flights consistently. Okay. But if he could get off the standby list, he could go. And he says flying to all these tournaments, there's a bunch of flights. I'm I'm going to get off standby on one of these fights regardless because it's not all yeah yeah right yeah. so he's been literally so that's because he went to a lot of tournaments last year I don't know yeah, how many yeah. he went to over seven I think right? he probably went to over like yeah yeah <laughs> yeah and like and like you know like I know yeah. Arrow like he's not like he's not like some billionaire right that has all yeah. this money like he traveled really smart and then he just like you know shared Airbnbs with people whatever mm-hmm. right he had certain things ways to cut expenses he's not eating at like fancy restaurants every time where he's going. But he's yeah. able to compete, and he's mostly just relying on you know registration fees and stuff like that. But he paid a couple hundred dollars, and he he was able to travel around the country multiple times, yeah, at a pretty affordable rate, right? Yes, mm-hmm. it's not like a it's not the standard way of travel, but it was smart, and he got to every tournament yeah. he wanted to go to. He never yeah, yeah. he never couldn't go to a tournament because of this, right? And I don't know, I I mean, if anyone's listening, feel free to hit up Arrow if you were curious about it, right? But he traveled smart, right? And like, there's ways to do it. And make it affordable. And the mindset is he wants to compete. He wanted to, right. he wanted to grind the tournaments to like and even after he qualified, he still went to NAIC to continue and like practice and stuff, right? Um and, and Hartford too. I think he went to Hartford as well after he qualified, mm-hmm. right? So it's just like 
I think it's a mindset thing. I think it's also like we just have so many tournaments that people are kind of spoiled and they don't feel the necessity. Yeah. If we had this many tournaments in Latin America, guaranteed they'd be selling out, right? Because yeah, they man. barely have any. They have, Bro, they have one. Got, they have got, one yeah. right now so far. One listed on the website. Yeah. And, uh, uh, one in the IC. Yeah, yeah. They'll add more later, but like they literally don't even, yeah. like they don't even have the schedule out ahead of time like we do. I literally already know there's a tournament in LA. So if I'm trying to fly to LA later next year from somewhere else, I could book that, right? Yeah. Way in advance. I could play my travels. Mm -hmm. These people are like literally like flying by the seat of their pants trying to figure out when their tournament is. And then they sign up as fast as they can and try to make the travel work. Yeah. Like it's yeah, yeah. like, I don't like, I get there's like a lot of reasons to justify it, but there's, I think, like some of them are legitimate, but I think a lot of them are excuses or just a different mindset. And again, people all people start going on this like whole tirade about like double elimination formats also not welcoming, so people don't feel motivated to go. Yeah. Like I know, like for the battles, and Evan both like created separate tweets about this and whatever. Look, I, I I'm not saying I think Swiss is worse. I think Swiss might be better, right? Especially on day one. Maybe you do double elimination day two. But the thing is. It's double elimination of the season. They're not changing it, right? I'd be shocked. Yeah. I don't know. I don't have insight on this, but I'm pretty positive they're not going to suddenly just change the whole format a week after the season's race started, right? It's double elimination. It's double elimination for the rest of the season, right? Get used to it or don't. I don't know. I don't know what you want me to say, but like it is part of it. Yes, I get that going O2 at a tournament after traveling and paying all this money and losing and get eliminated sucks. But it's gonna happen. Like honestly, if you play Swiss. It's gonna. It doesn't matter. You go O two off the bat. You probably still don't make top cut anyway. Yeah, you get to play for a few more rounds. So I guess like you get some enjoyment yeah. out of it, right? You get to play a little bit, but it doesn't really change who makes top cut and who doesn't. You know. Yeah. yeah. It changes maybe like the skill level top cut because it bounces out the groups a little bit. If you do Swiss groups, then it's the same thing, right? If you do a Swiss for the whole, like all everyone in the tournament, yeah. no groups at all. I think all, if no you do Swiss, you pods. can go like O three. And have a chance of topping. Depends on the size of the tournament, but yeah, yeah potentially, yeah. like potentially. arguably. But then that's just like one extra but, game. Do you know what I mean? Anyway. Yeah, but 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 also, it, but you're playing more too, right? Yeah, like yeah, like exactly. if you said like, oh, it's triple elimination for go for uh, instead of double elimination, you're just yeah. playing few more games. So that's like it's not it's not it's not any easier to qualify. Yeah, in my opinion, it's not any easier to make top cut with Swiss. Mm -hmm. In fact, in my opinion, it's easier to make top cut in double elim. Because yeah, because sometimes you only have to play like if like two or three games. You and know, not only that, win, but the yeah. people you face, the skill level may not correlate as much, yeah, right? Exactly, true, like true, I true, definitely, yeah. it, there's been tournaments where I've competed. I'm like, actually, no, I, I would say most of my brackets are actually kind of tough. <laughs> but <laughs> but 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 like but they they might be harder if I was Swiss, mm -hmm. right? Um, you know, because you face harder, harder opponents in double elim, yeah. you might just face like based on how your bracket shakes up, the players in my face may not be as strong, which is why sometimes you see a very clear skill discrepancy in day number two mm -hmm. and it's not necessarily like oh the other guy didn't win all day yeah they won all of day one but the people they face were way easier than the people that the other person faced right right yeah, yeah. um but yeah i mean i get it it kind of sucks you only play twice and then and then yeah. just get but ultimately game. again you know what this is the same as europe you know, yeah, like the it, same thing yeah, happens there, yeah. so and people are still going. This argument makes even less yeah. sense because yeah. this is the same format in those countries too, right? Like in those yeah. regions. Like that is not a valid excuse for why there's less participation in NA, right? You know, yeah. I, I used to say I used to make fun of a lot of uh, EU people. I was saying uh, I think uh, Dialab had this copy pasta of uh, 
um, EU is also known as uh, stands for easy upset. <laughs> right? easy, <yeah. laughs> a bunch of Europeans came in and that just proved his point, right? Like, what do you mean yeah. we're easy upset? But, but, I mean, I guess it's probably I'm not even serious, right? But like, I just joked about it. I'd be like, oh, yeah, they're clearly easily upset, right? Yeah. Especially, uh, I used to joke like, you know, they, this anger just carried over from the fast food denial days. <laughs> the, the <laughs> but honestly, like this thread is making it seem like a bunch of NA players are just a bunch of crybabies mm. and making excuses, right? Like, like a lot of these I'm not saying they're not barriers. These are the same barriers and things that people in other regions have. And sometimes it's even more, right? You could say, oh, maybe a train ride from EU to one country to another is cheaper. But in Latin America, you're crossing multiple countries. You're taking flights. Yeah. Yo, Brazil itself is a massive country. I don't think people Bro. realize how to fly to Brazil took me 18 hours. Like that's how far down, like wow. how big Brazil is and how far south is. But like, but I'm not saying it's going to take 18 hours from any other place in Latin America, but it's yeah. a big continent. Yeah. You're in Mexico. You're flying down to Brazil for international. It's like a 10 plus hour flight, right? <laughs> like, yeah. Okay. Going from California to North New Orleans for NAIC is expensive, but don't tell me it's more expensive than flying multiple countries from Mexico to Latin America. Right. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, I guess at that point it's cheaper for them to go to NAIC, Probably but still, I mean, NA, it's their, yeah, it's their yeah, region, same. right? Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. Anyway, it just start off as a tweet. I'm trying to help. Like, it's great to see more accessibility and everyone's tweeting about all this other stuff. <laughs> so, yeah. I, yeah. Uh, again. I don't know. I mean, uh, not everyone's going to be happy, you know what I mean? And, no, you know, they're not. Yeah. And I think also people are kind of ignoring the fact that, like, if you just take a look at everything, like, you take a step back, yeah, and in just two weeks, like, look at all the good things that have come out in just two weeks, you know? Yeah meta shake up uh you know change like spawns and stuff at regionals mm -hmm. all, all this stardust all over the place like that's a wildly different game than you know just last month do you yeah. know what i mean you know yeah so i think uh sometimes some gratitude and appreciation is yeah. is uh what we need you know this is a new info either right i mean i guess i might be maybe stirred the pot or spurred the conversation when i yeah. said the attendance from na is a little atrocious because you're you're an na guy saying this do you know what i mean I am, usually yeah. it's just you people just like yeah no it's true like that, look yeah. i will i will pull up take a guess right sacramento is in less than a month the registration is already out yeah take a guess at how many people have signed up for it i could look at it because i signed up for it right so i could see i'm gonna say like 60 60 are you are, so Is when you say 60 are you are you trying to be generous like yeah i think it might be more but i'm just gonna lowball it uh, i mean i feel Which like I, okay i feel like it's gonna end up uh, okay, okay so if i'm correct sacramento is like in california it's the capital of california actually it's the capital of california yeah, okay Cal yeah uh, i guess california's big california. isn't it? yeah yeah california's but, like, the biggest california's the most populated state in all of us too it's okay. a big state but yeah i mean I, okay i i would expect an event there yeah to easily get maybe like 120 130 yeah based on fresno last year i'm probably expecting like maybe 80 and i reckon okay. maybe it's at yeah. 60 and fresno was also the last tournament of the year right so and it's, it's a less accessible city than sacramento as well yeah okay okay yeah it's a small yeah. it's a very small small city small town okay okay so you're going with 60 right yeah yeah at the moment right yeah. 57 57 57 it's pretty bad. That's pretty and bad. And here's man. the thing: the most amount of players that show that register is usually that first week. After that, like the the registration rate drops. Yeah, it drops. 
57. That's it. I mean, I I, I know <laughs> LA was probably have more, point. right? But this yeah, is yeah, like, LA makes sense though. Yeah, but LA there's not a lot sense. of West Coast tournaments, so like, and in yeah. uh, you know, it's Northern California, so it's not so it's arguably speaking more accessible because it's more the center point of the West Coast rather right. than at the very bottom of the West Coast in LA. Mm-hmm. LA just has a lot of people, but like, yeah, it is not hard to go to go go there. I could drive up if I want to. I just booked a flight because it's like yeah, still like fairly cheap, right? But um, if LA doesn't max out, I'd be disappointed because that sounds like just doing something in london do you know what i mean and, but the know. thing is naic didn't max out for for na yeah that's crazy right like there's a bunch of no shows but i don't even think they hit 256 that we had a bunch of spots probably bought up by by spectators spectators and stuff because because yeah. literally it didn't fill out for like weeks mad and then you get i guess a lot of people for the internationals as well they they want the little goodie bag in it because you get the like, yeah 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 you get yeah. you get more swag it was actually cheaper yeah. uh, admission fee for nasc was actually cheaper than regionals <laughs> that's where funny enough yeah. yeah it was actually way cheaper yeah but i don't yeah, know yeah man I, I don't know what you want me to say i mean I, i'm just i'm just saying the facts right the attendance is pretty yeah. bad for na like you can say what you want right but i i don't know i feel like we literally have the people to be reaching 250 do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. in terms of interest in the game, you know? Like, a season ago, fair yeah. enough. Yeah, everything was still pretty new in it, but, like... I don't I know, know, maybe you were discouraged yeah. of not winning as much, stuff like that. And I get it, right? Oh, that's not but a like, reason, bruv. Yeah. I mean, if that's really the case, work on your game. I just want... Yeah. Like, I, I don't want to be rude, but I want to sponsor yeah. a lot of companies, like, just get good. Like, I don't know what you yeah. want to say. Like, it's, it's Pokemon true, it's true. Go, right? Because some of these people, yeah. too, I know they have the resource. They didn't just start playing PvP yesterday, right? Yeah. You know, so they have the resources. And not everyone's going to be good at the game. But I think if, yeah. if your biggest, like, disappointment is your own performance, you can change that. Yeah, man. Sign up for coaching, right? Yeah. Hit up people for coaching. There's a lot of great coaches. Watch YouTube, right? Man. Watch YouTube. Right. I got a YouTube channel. I got a Patreon for coaching if you want it, right? <laughs> I, 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 Look at this I'm not, shameless not anything, yeah. But I, I got a lot of my patrons to do pretty well in some of these tournaments. Maybe not yeah. as, maybe not like they didn't win any, but they did pretty well, right? I help them with coaching. Mm. Any championship points, you don't need to win at all to qualify. Yeah, yeah, true, right? true. But like, but I mean, I'm, I'm not just pro with me. There's a lot of coaches. There's really good players out there. The help mm-hmm. is there, right? Okay, I mean, some of it you have to pay money, but YouTube is free. Right, yeah. you can scream at people, ask for feedback. That's free to do. Like I literally saw Paul Lasha post on Twitter the other day. Hey, I'm looking for scrims for Barcelona. Hit me mm-hmm. up if you want to. One of the best players in the world. You could have hit her up, right? Sure. Maybe she'll say no. She doesn't know you, or you don't have the qualifications. But there are people that are looking for scrims. Like, like yeah. if that's your concern, just work on getting better. Right? I don't know. Like it's just like, what's complaining about the format going to do if you're going to go to Swiss and still perform poorly? Right. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta play a few more battles, but like you can set a home and play battles too if you really if that's what you really want to do. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know. There was some talk about like, you know, travel destinations a big part of it, but I'm there to compete, you know. I mean maybe some people it's like yeah. a vacation for them. Like I didn't go to Fresno to hang out in Fresno, right? Like I like when I go to these events, even in San Diego, it's a nice city, but like I just went there to compete, right? Yeah. Like that's my mindset. Maybe everyone has different mindsets, so I get it. If you want to use that as a vacation, I, mean, I feel like even sure. some of the European places in it, like uh, you know, they're not like hot obviously places every time. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, the places like you know the countries are nice, isn't it? Yeah, but they're usually holding them in some next any towns. You know? Yeah, like yeah. No offense, to any Polish people. I don't know what's in Gdansk. Yeah, but. <laughs> 
there's a regional out there, you know. I don't know if there's much to see, but people are going to compete, you know. And also, yeah, I think Hartford another regional thing had as one well. of the biggest participations last year in Hartford's in the middle of nowhere, Connecticut. Yeah, Connecticut so in general is in the middle of nowhere. There's, there's really not, I grew up there, so I know, right? I spent mm. like over ten years of my entire childhood there. It's a boring place, but people still went there, right? <laughs> What's the mindset? It was partially also Kaiser just saying like, hey, we're going to throw a big party. Everyone come through, right? So people did. Yeah. Do you know what? I think that's another thing as well, right? Is that like at all the European events, um, again, it's like it's more than just obviously people go to compete. It's a social. But event. then as soon as people are done competing, they're there to like socialize and stuff like that. And, and I just like wonder if, yeah, that's such a shame, man. I know. It, you know what people do? They grab oh. dinner and food with their friend groups and that's it separate friend yeah. groups there's no like giant like hey let's do this right for the that's most part shame, sometimes yeah. at NAIC they might have this up but like for the most part like we have a discord with the channel stuff we can tag yeah. you right it's the social aspects the community social aspect isn't there you need so people, a you need you know, a, I get it. a few kaisers you know yeah yeah, yeah. kaiser <laughs> can't be at every one of these right yeah. you know but like yeah. that that it's just uh, and some people some people complain about it, be like you could be the organizer for this stuff if you yeah. really want it, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's not Bro, like, I'm not going to lie. I bad didn't want to organize the world's thing, yeah? But the only reason time. I did it is because no one else was going to do it. Yeah, you stepped and up. And it was and just, you, you know, it. usually it's Adelian who's doing all these European yeah. ones. Or, or like Adelian but in he was partnership in the with UK, like someone right? else. So he you know? couldn't do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, you know, someone's always there to take initiative. Even this weekend in Barcelona, I don't know what's going on in Barcelona, but like already, you know, as soon as they announce it, Paula Shah, she was like, oh, well, I guess it's sort of my turn to host everyone, you know? Like, everyone's sort exactly. of, like, taking that initiative yeah. and being like... And she's trying to compete as well, you know? She ain't got yeah. the time to be, like, entertaining people, but, it's you know, it's happening anyway. Yeah. Uh, it's just... It's... I don't know. People... You can say what you want, but at the end of the day, it's a mindset thing, you know? Mm. The costing, sure, but like I said, Arrow, a great example. Yeah. I don't know what he did. I don't know what program he did, but he made it work, right? He did the research. He put in the time. He found a way to do it, right? I know that's not always in everyone's budget or whatever, but like, it's it's way more feasible for, for it's it's more feasible for the people that are saying it's not than I think they realize. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you need a reason to convince yourself to go to a tournament, I mean, that's on you, right? I don't know. Mm. I don't know what to say, but I don't know. If people are offended by this, it is what it is, you know. You know me. <laughs> I'm just speaking my mind. Like I'm being this is stuff I can't say on the official broadcast. You're right, Anacor. Yeah. <laughs> I can't be I can't be letting loose here, yeah. right? <laughs> um I mean I'll say I'll say I'll see the registration number like ninety four. Yeah. Only yeah. <laughs> only ninety four the first tournament. Like, Baltimore on. last year like sold out. Like really. Yeah, yeah, true that, true that. That was way yeah. more. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what it is. People mm. complacent. What we have we the, we have the top three players in the worlds from worlds mm -hmm. are from North America, and we have the like the lowest participation numbers. I don't understand. Yeah. I don't understand. Yeah, like, it doesn't feel great for me to do well in a small tournament too, because I know, like, I'm not facing the best of the best in the field, right? I'm, there's mm -hmm. some that are really good, right? And I'm not hating on my opponents, but like, but like also like I know like. Well, I'm dodging a lot of player, big name players in Europe. Mm. Like you're not dodging anyone. I feel like all the Europeans are there at every one. Day, right? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like there's, there's no such thing as an easy European tournament. You know. Say, uh, oh, they, yeah, they, they didn't do so well at World, so maybe they are all easy. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey. 
<laughs> Let's not forget uh, Scaffo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 One last yeah that's that's the line for the for the rest of the year, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I need a new candidate next year. Speaking of European tournaments too, I know Wadasha. He's going to EUIC. Oh, swear! Well, that's the plan. That's the plan. Uh, nice, nice. I think he turns 18 around that time too. So EUIC. That's exciting. That's exciting. Uh, I think Anya Franks are gonna try to go. Maybe Hot Pocket. Nice. Like. Rob, do you know what? Yeah, I you don't know, know what, be what disrespectful? an American perspective of this would be. A, a huh? non-European winning EUIC, that's disrespectful, man. Hey, do you know what? You I am work. <laughs> I'm welcoming the competition, yeah. Okay, yeah, of course. Of but course. also, yeah, you know you know, in football, I don't know if you have this in like, you know, like American sports in here, but like in football, yeah, you've got, you know, uh, teams play home and away, mm-hmm. yeah, because it tends to be that like teams will have that home home turf advantage, advantage yeah. yeah so uh, i wouldn't be too sure yeah obviously these are these are some very good players yeah but uh, coming into our continent yeah and uh and dominating our tournaments i don't know i don't know <laughs> i don't know first region yeah. out of out of worlds i feel like it's the easiest region now <laughs> <laughs> hey we went uh, <laughs> yeah, we were, we were, we were. Okay. I mean, no, yeah, no, no. Asia was first out. So. No, 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 no. Because um, it was Scaffo and then um, Chiodo was Chiodo came in fifth. He oh, so they were both the first. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Yeah, it was no, it but Scaffo was fifth as well, right? Mm, so were they just joined fifth? No, I don't think so. Is that how it works? Oh, what was there a no, Scaffo? Oh, I, don't remember that. I think at that point in the bracket, it wasn't right. Pokemon Go Worlds. I feel like Chiodo was under Scaffo. I feel like Ch- uh, no, no. Chiodo lost to uh, LK. Chiodo's the the, the oh, right so after Chiodo LK, so they might fit. be tied. Your best hope is they're tied. They're tied. They're tied. They're tied. Oh, are they yeah, tied? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. I think in my mind, I thought that uh, Chiodo lasted longer, <laughs> he, but that was because uh, he was maybe on stream it was the later. second match yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was on stream later. Yeah. 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 So I yeah I guess they were tied. Wait. So who did Scaffo lose to? Oh, he lost to Rubik's, yeah, and Rubik's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but they played that battle first on streams. That's what mm, it was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all right. It is yeah. uh, all turf. <laughs> but I will yeah. say, Scaffold got two out though. <laughs> Chiodo only got two one. <laughs> this is not a. This is not a good argument. <laughs> like, you just. That's why, yeah, there's. Yeah, there's. Really yeah, I don't know why I'm arguing this. NA already won it all <laughs> with the, the top three. Yeah. Why am I still? Know, Why am I doing this? Wadash is going to win it all in the UIC. <laughs> yeah, you know what? So far, there's only precedent of Europeans doing well in the US. There's no precedent of the other way That's around. because any, do you think a North American player is going to travel? <laughs> they could barely go down the street to their tournament two states over. They're not going to another country. Yeah. Like, come on. Uh, uh, that. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, you have uh, Be Delicious and Inadequance from last season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we will see. We will see. Anyway, we have Barcelona on the horizon, and then uh, eventually Peoria. I think also the um the Curitiba is after Curitiba, Barcelona. Yeah. yeah. So we have one from each region for the first three weeks. Wait, where's nice. Curitiba? Is in Brazil. Brazil. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So apparently it's a Patricky Albanese uh, local mm-hmm. tournament, which is cool. Okay. Um, because like again, Brazil's so big, so it's like yeah, you know, obviously you're gonna have it in like São Paulo. But then yeah. I feel like the other locations are kind of mm-hmm. 
I don't know, you, you, you kind of pick like the, the most convenient. Because Sao Paulo usually has two. They have a regional and they have the LAIC there. So, yeah, exactly. um, you know, kind of concentrated there, but such a big country. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And then after Peoria, it's Sacramento. So, mm-hmm. bring your carbine counters. I'm bringing that Bring carbine. them. I just, okay, this is all I want if I bring carbine. I just want to lock into an Umbreon or Sapelai. <laughs> Because, like, what? If the hardest counter to Carbink is Registeel, yeah. you can't lock on it down. You still have to throw a move. So you still get some value. Yeah, yeah. And they come in with, like, a Swampert. Yo, that Moonblast going to hurt. They come in with Metachamp. That Moonblast is going to hurt. Like, honestly, Carbink looking I, I pretty... <laughs> Do you know what? I will say, yeah, it's like, probably. as much as I don't want to, like, believe... I, I will say, I feel like those kind of Pokemon, yeah... If you're playing them RPS, yeah, they are RPS Pokemon, yeah. But, like, I feel like that approach, what you're talking about there, yeah. seems like, I don't know, the kind of direction that you have to go in in a, in a show six mm-hmm. format. Do you know what I mean? Where you're, like, yeah. aware like that, like, okay, Bastion. maybe I'm... Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, maybe you're not going to, like, you know, get the the best sort of... like You just have to sort of make the best situation out of it, you know what I mean? And, you know, you don't want to you don't want to play too risky with them, yeah, but there is a, a safer way to play because they are super bulky ultimately, do you know? What yeah. I mean, you know? Yo, yeah. shout out to that one uh I think he's from Europe actually, from UK. Uh 20 breed or 24 breed? 89 uh, breed? Yeah. 89 breed. Yeah, yeah. You know him, right? Yeah. You know, he's yeah, from the UK. Yeah. yeah. That that man's been on the superior grind for the longest time. He brought superior <laughs> to last chance qualifier. <laughs> And in uh, at London, Bastion Superior. He runs Bastion Superior yeah. all the time. That's how I recognize him, right? Because it's not even the Bastion that shocks me. It's the Superior, right? And I chatted with him at the pub after uh, London. Uh-huh. And he was like, yeah, man, I've been running that all the time, right? And then I faced him in GBL last year. Freaking, I was like, it. I knew there's a Superior in the back. And it freaking rolled me, right? And this is before uh, Ariel has got a buff. And I think yeah. he brought the Bastion Superior again at EUIC this past year. Hey, he so is guest it, right but, now. He yeah, is. but yeah, yeah. Yo, shout out to A9 Breed, man. Yeah. This he's gonna be making the superior work. Um yeah, bro. but yeah, I wanna be the first person to have the most amount of success with Carbon Cattle Tournament. I'm not saying I'm gonna win Sacramento because there's some competition, but I wanna yeah. try to at least Oh, I know about. I know one trainer I'm really excited about seeing. Who? Juan Kawanyo, I think is going. He was at San Diego too. Was he at San Diego too? Oh, okay, okay. I, I didn't realize that. No, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. That's yeah, I didn't, you know what? I didn't realize how old he, he is. Do as well. Huh? Yeah, he's Bruv, he's like 16 or something. Yeah, he's young. He's No, I, no, no hate uh, Marco Wanyo. Like, he's really, yeah. really good, right? Really good. Especially back in the day. Yeah. But just kind of took a break from the game. And oh, I also, like, also his show up. six, I, I don't know how good his show six is, right? Mm. I think he did ADL one year. I think he did make it in the top yeah. portion of ADL. But... He didn't do so well in San Diego. Hmm. I was there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess he was. Yeah. I hope he. I hope he goes yeah. though. I hope he goes. He's yeah, he's from yeah. he's from SoCal. He like probably lives yeah. really close yeah, to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I, Looking I forward mean, to that. I can't lie. Again, no hate on him, but I'm more scared of Axon and Elites mm-hmm. than Wonka Wanyu. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. But valid. That's valid. We'll see. We'll see. That's my goal is to try to make top cut with Carbink. Watch me be in like the bracket of death with like Elite and like Axon. That'd be that'd be stupid. There was one of those brackets at Pittsburgh. I think it was the bracket with Rise and Doombug. Neither made it. Rise, Doombug, Andrew Manhars, Lyles. All in the same wow. one. 
Khaleesi Fitzy there too, and she actually was the one to take Rise. Yeah, out she beat Rise, it. right? Uh huh. Sent Rise to the losers. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. It's tough. It's tough. Mad thing. Mad thing. Yeah, that was a. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mad thing, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, I'm yeah. excited to see Barcelona. All right, prediction again for Carpic. How many Carpic we see? Uh, in top cut. Top cut. We're going top top, top eight. If it's more, um, yeah. Let's see. It can only be top eight because it's one twenty eight. Oh, okay, okay. Then, yeah, yeah. Top yeah. Cut. Um, I I think I think zero. Rob. I think if it was going to be anywhere, it was going to be the NA. I don't know if it's going to be. I'm saying zero. I, I agree with yeah. you. If it could be anywhere, it's going to be Sacramento. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. True. <laughs> true, true. Yeah. Anyway, we ran super long today, so <laughs> thanks for tuning in. If you made it all yeah. the, if you made it all the way to the end, what, what do you want them to say in the comments? Oh man, we got a. I don't know, bro. Okay, uh, you know what? We didn't get a squ- squirrel trapper comment last week, so I want everyone writing the comments. Squirrel trapper, where you at? Right. Yeah. I want people. To we write need to find out how at. he's doing. You know, I hope yeah. he's. I hope he's. I, okay. You just can't come in just for one episode after not yeah. hearing me for months, right? It's been months. Exactly. Because also, it's just that. like, is everything okay back home? You know. <laughs> Bro, like, if you want to talk to us, yeah, we're here for you. you, know, you want to hop know. in the podcast? Like, Come on, yeah, down. yeah, just, like, I'm all for it. just let us know I you're did, all right. You know? I did talk to Speedy about it back in the day. Yeah. I don't remember if we talked about it on air or not, but I talked to him maybe, at, definitely behind the scenes. I was like, yeah, we should just bring him on. What's the worst yeah. that happens? If it's just like a complete mess, the guy's just like cussing <laughs> us out or whatever. You just I just don't, don't put it up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Patreon exclusive, right? Patreon yeah. exclusive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't uh, think he's going to be starting true. asking for residuals, bro. You, 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 yeah. <laughs> they, we yeah, got to know who this person is. <laughs> yeah, first. true, true, true. Yeah, yeah. Maybe Until we then, want the court case, isn't it? Um, yeah, yeah. Get his yeah, name yeah. on the letter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What are they going to do? You stole the name Scroll Trapper. <laughs> <laughs> ain't no brand. Yeah. Anyway, thanks all for joining. Uh, and we'll catch you all next week. But be sure to tune into Barcelona stream if you can. Again, on the official yes. Pokemon Go Twitch. And. I'm rooting for no carping because, again, I want to be the first. I want to be the first in the world to qualify. I've, I have a few accomplishments under my belt. No regional wins. But I want to be the first carping, <laughs> successful carping user. All right. So we'll see. We'll see. Anyway, hope we uh, catch you all next time. And until then, have a good one. Safe.